Welcome, everybody, back to the Nudist Colony. Uh, it's the New Metal Discussion Podcast. Um, my name's Ross. My name's Brent. It's and with us today... getting shorter and shorter. Just I, I, I'm dropping like half of the intro, so that's It's just going to be hello, yeah, and then hello. we just roll into it. Go. Uh, well, joining us today are the hosts of the world's finest horror podcast, The Terror Table. We've got Mitch Oliver and Boozy with us. Boozy, should I should I do your whole name, or are you just cool no, with Boozy? I'm just I'm just Boozy is fine. Man, you're just Boozy, dude. Yeah, it's I, like share, share. People... Boozy is Boozy, dude. Yeah, the less people know about me, the better. Even better. Okay, <laughs> cool. So you have a question mark on your face. I thought you were just like big into the Riddler, but now I get it. You know, it's not just a terrorism thing. It's also. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's like never seal. just about the terrorism. Honestly. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I uh, I started to name this Zoom meeting. I was going to put our group chat name from Instagram. I was going to put the terror colony. But then I was like, I don't want that out there just in case the CIA is watching. You know, I don't want them to know it. Like they might think it's going to be some terrorist operation. And then they hear it's a new metal podcast. And it's like, oh, fuck, it's even worse than we thought, you know? <laughs> we've dealt with that for so long like I, I it's really hard to think of like like you know nicknames because you know you can't be like what up terrorists didn't we try that <laughs> yeah. one oh, we did terrorists know, like, like, <laughs> yeah that was like, 2016 just, it was a different time it was a different time yeah like, just <laughs> terror there's a lot of terror things that are adjacent to like things that will get you put on a mm-hmm. list so but yeah. yeah we we settled on tea bags tea bags okay that's yeah. not bad something not highbrow bad. you know yeah. <laughs> Let me ask, was there Which ever was an actual table involved? That yeah, you guys it was in? a piece of shit table. Remember that, Boozy? It was like a flimsy that thing. Folding that folding like... one? Yeah. yeah. We'd, we'd bust it out whenever we came over. Yeah. No, it, was, <laughs> it was one of those things where I wanted to get like a full like real terror table made. And mm-hmm. then, uh, yeah, we just got lazy. You <laughs> realize it's an audio format. It's, yeah, it's an audio format. <laughs> yeah, who yeah. gives a fuck? Well, if it makes you feel any better when Ross and I record here in my office at my house, uh, it's a series of a desk, a tiny desk that I've got set up that I'm talking to you on right now. And then two TV trays that uh, we have all of the stuff in front of us. Where you guys eat dinner. Yes, we eat dinner. In silence. (laughs) Yeah. We eat the beta equivalent of whatever a hungry man would be, you know? (laughs) It's just like uh, just like a, a the soy a, equivalent. Yeah, like a peckish, <laughs> a, a peckish version of uh, a hungry man, peckish uh, boy. So when you guys get together to record, do you ever like? Because I like I know for when we used to get together to record, we'd put on like our best horror shirts. You know, it just like it would get us in the mood, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Do you guys ever like put on a chain wallet? You know, yeah. step into that room, <laughs> Jinko jeans. Jinkos, yeah, like anything. We like moss that. for like five minutes before we start recording to get like in the vibe. But right. we're, yeah. we're, we're forty, so it's like really embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. You guys put on the, that <laughs> random shirt that just had a star on it that everybody wore at one point or another. Are you talking about the nautical star or the zero? Yeah. Shirt? What 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 brand was that? All I knew is it was a star. Sorry, I'm going way off. That might be porn star. That. Did we talk about this last time? Porn star we, runner. Remember remember porn star the brand? Oh it was yeah, like really big around this time. Wait, what? And it would have yeah, like Mr. We- Rogers, and it would like, oh. yeah, I remember that. It's weird. You're I remember my shit. It, Mr. No, Rogers. no, dude. You're my my sister, up. my on, sister. Man. I'll never forget. It. She was in high school. She had a she had a porn star shirt. My dad was like, just like, what the fuck are you wearing? And it was like a <laughs> it was a brand that like every like a skate wore. brand, right? Yeah, like a, yeah. 
it was like sim remember those uh i think the brand is still going hookups oh hell yes all those guys are in jail now wait what <laughs> the, all the people who wore hookups oh <laughs> just in general that's just yeah it, it comes with owning any clothing with that is you eventually have to go to jail Mm-hmm. It, it was it was i i was like an anime fan but but before it was you know popular um holy shit it, yeah you the, were like in the 90s what, what, were you like a gundam guy what were you what was your um uh, firstly it was like dragon balls it, it, you really didn't have like yeah. uh the option you didn't have a choice <laughs> yeah uh so like dragon ball z was kind of like one of the first ones and uh then they started you had to like wake up at five o'clock in the morning on like sunday to to watch them uh and then well, you didn't uh, have a vcr uh i did but a lot, you know, I, I wanted to do it in person it felt right. more real right, right, right. um uh but then, then then there was like a there was like a, we had like one little cd store that also had like a, a a tiny little section of um anime vhs's so i had like uh there was a ninja scroll i remember it was like one of the first ones that i bought um and then you know you got like akira ghost in the shell those kind of things so it was like 90s anime uh but like i i want i love that stuff so much but you couldn't find anything anime related except for hookups shirts they would have yeah. like anime babes and then it would say hookups underneath and yeah i, I that's the only i i didn't really skateboard all that much uh but, but I you needed to wear the big titty anime shirts exactly yeah oddly yeah. enough brent and i recorded an episode on anime this morning and we even talked mm-hmm. about ninja scroll Anime yes, tits? we did well, talk about anime tits. We not specifically, but you know, if you've seen Ninja Scroll, uh, yeah. actually, if you know, you know. You know. Speaking of anime, I bumped in a former uh, co-host of the show, Kyle, and he showed Perfect Blue to a bunch of uh, artsy preschoolers, people, and <laughs> a lot of them walked out. Apparently, so oh really? It was a big hit. Yeah, Perfect Blue is um, awesome. I'm sure you guys. It. Have yeah. Seen that. It it's is, so good, but yeah. an extended R-word scene that no one was prepared for apparently really right. threw off the crowd. Yeah. The, apparently the, the vibes yeah. were ruined after that. Yeah. And, and 90s anime was like super edgy. Like it, it, was, it, really uh, was. it was really hyper-violent and uh, uh, rapey and all, all the above. Uh, Sounds kind of like Woodstock. <laughs> good transition i was gonna say that's where all the wild uh gifts come from yeah. all the tentacles over there yeah uh, that was a big thing too tentacle porn why are we doing this move on <laughs> we're just roasting porn yeah. i'm Listen, sorry for derailing it yeah don't yuck somebody's yum yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah just let us have it mitch relax <laughs> We're all fans of seafood here. Uh, mm. All right. So as Mitch uh, mentioned, uh, we are here to talk about Woodstock 99, specifically the documentary on Netflix titled Trainwreck Woodstock 99. And I believe we've all watched that. And I think you guys had watched some additional Woodstock stuff. Is that right? Yeah, I I rewatched Trainwreck today, which was tough to do. This is one of those things that you should only need to watch once, but I want it to be fresh. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, to torture myself a little bit more, I watched Music Box. Like, do you know the HBO Music Box series? Yeah, no. they did a they did a documentary on Woodstock as well. And there's actually quite a bit of different takes on it. So I wanted to revisit that one. Admittedly, I slept through a little bit of it, but uh, <laughs> but I I know the I know the lore, the story. But yeah, like 
Yeah, I did a bunch of a fair amount of research. I feel like I've been researching for this episode my entire life. <laughs> is, yeah, I watched yeah, that HBO moment. one also. The HBO one, when I I almost liked the HBO one more. Maybe it's because it was just shorter. <laughs> yeah, it's shorter, but they it's funny. Like both of them, they have like different takes on. I think the HBO one villainizes Limp Biscuit a little bit more, which I don't mm. respect. Right. Um. I could. Yeah. I don't know. Am I right or am I mixing it up? I know one of them is like. No, Fred no was... I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure you're right because I actually did also watch the HBO one, but I took a nap halfway through, so I only got bits and pieces. Me and you um, napped at the same time. We did. Um, <laughs> that I also mentioned that that is on YouTube for some reason. I was looking up like to see if there were other documentaries on YouTube, and then it was just like, oh, the HBO one's just on there, so I'll watch you that. Brought up of something course. very important that I wanted to to announce here. I have public service announcement for everyone out there, so you don't Please. fall victim the way that I did today. Um, there is a YouTube video titled Limp Biscuit Full Woodstock Set. Uh, and when mm. you click on it, it's actually Green Day. So avoid at <laughs> all costs. It's a fucking trap. It's a trap. It's disgusting. It's a trap. Since you like, uh, since you brought this up, Mitch, I I, I do want to mention, Ross, whenever uh, you came on, let's talk about stuff. And we announced the Nudist Colony podcast that was on the Green Day Dookie album review episode. So oh, yes. uh, and oh, Mitch yeah. typically listens to that podcast but he skipped that one because why why is it mitch i fucking hate green day so much <laughs> they're, they're one of my like most hated bands that's not like, a wrong opinion like, <laughs> oh boozy feels I, the same okay dude i loved dookie when it came out i will yeah, admit same. that like it was very seminal for me it served its purpose in my life i moved on <laughs> like, when american idiot came out i was like no 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 I'm out. I, I, I'm going to stick I, with I, my Limp biscuit. Thank you. Yes. I get why people liked American Idiot, but I literally will start pulling my hair out when I hear most, I pretty much every song. I hate Fuck, God, It's so yes. bad. It, that album is garbage. Yeah, I, I still, I, I will admit I have like a nostalgic uh, love for Dookie, but it's mostly based on nostalgia. I don't listen to any yeah. other like music that is in that genre at all, but I got it when I was like 12 or 13. Yeah. And it was like, the coolest shit and uh but yeah now it's 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 a little uh tough yeah to and to. dude like she and even when it when i come around or when it comes around or whatever like that those were huge songs yeah. back in the day like i i love them but um it's one of those things i don't know if you guys have maybe this is just a toxic trait of mine if one of my friends really loves something and then they shit on something i like i have to find something that they like <laughs> and my <laughs> like battleship but with yeah. like emotion like people's it's, interests boozy knows this guy it's seb who he designed our <laughs> our logo for the terror table he has mm-hmm. like a whole dookie sleeve like tattoo and Ooh. i'm just and he shits on me for like in my chemical romance and i'm just like go fuck yourself dude you have a green day sleeve <laughs> yeah so mitch goes hard That's for extensive. that yeah <laughs> a sleeve like like yeah, with, like the album cover or well it's uh, to be fair it, it just has like little references Pictures of to toilets it throughout it like yeah dog shitting all but, over his arm so well, actually I'll send Mitch, it are you saying that he did it all for the dookie he did it all for the dookie that's absolutely okay. it i just want to make but sure i just want to make I'll sure. send you for the I'll record send you guys in the group chat he he rebuilt and remade like billy joe's guitar from that era so i'm hmm. like and that's pretty like impressive if it wasn't the worst band on earth <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure the guy who rebuilt it was a better guitar player. Is a better <laughs> guitar player as well. <laughs> well, Boosie, let's let's ask you: uh, Do you have a a band that you despise? Oh yeah, I have a lot. Yeah. Do you? Okay. All yeah. right. Let's um, let's go. 
What do you got? Imagine Dragons really bothers yeah. me. Anytime yeah, I hear people. them. Um, Maroon 5. Uh, Maroon 5 is like what I assume factory pop music is. And just the way that it shuffles in your mouth. Um, <laughs> di- Disturbed, <laughs> I think, is lame as Distur- fuck. Okay. Yeah, All right. Five Finger you. Death Punch also. I need that yeah. like hoorah pro military. Mitch, uh, back me up on this. Tom McDonald is awful. Who? I can't back you. Yeah, no, there's, there's just right. a lot of that, all the pro right stuff. I'm just not a. Yeah. There's just like yeah. Regardless, don't, yeah, there's, there's a bunch. We're haters. Is, is yeah, he, don't is try he a musician? That in our small town. Yeah, don't try that in a small town. Um, <laughs> Tom McDonald is like a shock rapper. He's kind of like the new ICP, but he is very talented. I know that he came on our radar. Like Boozy showed me him when he was did a Mac Lethal diss, and that was hilarious because we hate Mac Lethal. Um, but he but, like caters to like right wing people and like the like he, Ura he American thing, but he's Canadian, so it's he it's knows, like we have like a mole. Yeah, he knows <laughs> a ridiculous ass truck, and he's like covered he's in got, tattoos, like, grill and stuff. Yeah, yeah. he's okay. apparently yeah. a really great guy. I, I have friends who are friends with him, and they say that he's like one of the best guys ever. And I I do believe that. And it's one of those things though. He's a shock rapper. Like he's getting. Wow. He's one of those my haters or my motivators people. Oh, okay. Um, which is uh, why like it's one of those go woke go broke things and it just anyway that shit's so funny to me yeah bud yeah. like gay yeah <laughs> speaking of which though i gotta ask you guys a yeah. quick question that's something mm-hmm. i something i was preparing all week for okay y'all y'all ever pull up to the function with one of these bad boys oh my goodness what do we got here mountain dew baja blast this is my very first baja blast fellas You've never been Baja Ever? Blasted Your before? first? Yes, it's my first, and I saved it for this program. Oh, my God. Mitch, you're about to get finger blasted. I have uh, 60 cans of the minis in my... Uh, <laughs> uh, not even a joke. Not I'll show you receipts. Because they're, 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 they're discontinued. Um, so a uh, local uh, 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 grocery store here had them on sale where it was uh, by... To get 60. one free, and so I just like cleared them out. They're the mini cans; they didn't have uh-huh. the bigger cans. So I just cleared them out. I bought so much. My wife was so embarrassed. She was like, "We look <laughs> disgusting. We're walking it, through with like." Is it because they were the mini cans? Like, what part of it makes it disgusting? Just soda in general, right? Like, just like the volume. Of well, soda. and and the fact that that I had like literally like six cases of Mountain Dew on our on our cart, you know. Mm-hmm. it's very new metal of you it smells exactly. like a windshield wiper fluid if anything you're just making people like assume that there's a new call of duty out or something oh my god he <laughs> just did it, it by the way he did it he did it he oh took a sip god. he's sniffing Uh-oh. it too Here he's we sniffing go. and tasting it he's <laughs> doing it like wine yeah <laughs> watch, watch, let it wash you over your palate a little bit yeah that's fucking spit a little delicious. bit back in oh, it is delicious that is so good Mm-hmm. Ding 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 ding. Yeah, yeah. With a blast of natural and art, I love that blast of natural and artificial tropical lime. <laughs> <laughs> I also, my incredible. buddy, he got me a Baja Blast, one of the Cyclone ones. It's in the fridge. Um, mm. Do you know what I'm talking about? I'll grab it when oh, we like start the, talking about like, more. Uh, the this guy's flexing kind of his Mountain Dew right now. Yeah, <laughs> and then, but he also got me the Frostbite <laughs> one with the shark on it. I already had that. Yeah. one. I couldn't wait. Oh, right, right, mm-hmm. yeah. That one was just like Pepsi Blue, wasn't it? Like it just a kinda... little bit. Man, yeah. I'm 
I'm waiting for them to re-release Pepsi Blue. I feel like it's around yeah. a 20th anniversary or some shit. Just drop it out there. You know? <laughs> Do you they remember? did that with Crystal Clear Pepsi. I've never yeah. had either of those. Oh, I really boy. I want to now. Like the yeah. blue, you guys, can you taste this blue? What a perfect time to talk about this. You know who did the Pepsi Blue commercial? You remember what band was in the, the Pepsi Blue? I don't remember the band. I definitely know it was a new metal band. Papa Roach. What? Oh. Yeah, it was Papa Roach. It was one of the songs off Love Hate Tragedy. Man, wow. honestly, oh, they Papa actually Roach was kind or? of the most marketable. Hmm? Yeah. Dude, were they I, actually I, in the commercial? I dig like, Papa Roach. <laughs> or was it just the song? Uh, it was the song and Jacoby's in it. Oh, well, interesting. Well, I'll have, to fi- yeah, I'll have to find it. I just remember seeing that. But anyways, uh, so sorry funny. to derail us so hard. I just want to, I've been excited to show you guys that I brought a Mountain Dew Baja Blast. No, oh, this so is great. We appreciate you. Keep the heat. <laughs> We we appreciate you keeping the lore of the yeah. show, so this is good. <laughs> Boozy, have you ever been blasted before? Oh, many many times. I, have you? I okay. enjoy a good cool. blasting. It kind of grumbles my tum tum once in a while, so it's like <laughs> kind of like a once a every other week kind of deal, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. It is delicious, but I find it. But I guess any soda, you shouldn't be drinking more than one of them. <laughs> but like growing up as kids, like I was chugging Pepsi like it was fucking water. Yeah, no wonder I had a yeah. weight problem. <laughs> um, like divorced dad feeding me fucking Mars bars and Pepsis. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just breakfast. Yeah. Exactly. I had the opposite thing where my parents did not allow me to have any sugar at all growing up. Oh, it was God. disgusting. Yeah. You were helicoptered. Yeah. It wasn't terrible. They, they weren't that bad. It was, oh, more, it was just, just like thing. health nuts. Right, like, right. And so, but then okay, once that's I, not the worst thing. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. But once I moved out, I went crazy. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I was like, "What is this magical soda that I've never been allowed to have?" And so, I just... when when I was uh, able to drive, like you know, sixteen or so, I remember going over to Ross's house after school, and his parents were not poor like mine, and they had a pantry that had food in it. So pantry, wow, didn't know this existed. <laughs> <Yeah>. Two, <laughs> food in there, just like extra food you could eat for snacks, incredible. <laughs> but we went but in there. <laughs> I mean, kind of like the the first time I ever saw and had a nutter butter was at your house, Ross. There was a little like peanut shaped uh, cookies. And then also uh, you had some pop tarts and you cracked one open and it was uh, frosted or unfrosted pop tarts. I was like, I didn't even know they would make that. Like, why would they make that? Yeah. Yeah. That's criminal. raw dog in a pop tart. <laughs> speaking of pop tarts and <laughs> speaking of pop tarts and raw dogging, so when when Ross would go to your place, then Brent, did you just give him your dad your stepdad's condoms? <laughs> Gently used, yeah, just yeah. by me. <laughs> Make sure you throw them away in the toilet. That's the only uh-huh. thing we ask. Yeah, yeah that, exactly. It's one of my, one of my favorite have... fucking stories. <laughs> Look, you can't. You can't. Like, if you want to throw something away, you have to buy a trash can. And we just simply don't have the ducats for that. But every trailer is manufactured with a toilet. So, you know, it's an ersatz. (laughs) By law, it's an ersatz trash can. That's Um, just ingenuity. That's that's um, (laughs) suburban ingenuity. Absolutely. Um, And before we get into uh, Woodstock proper, uh, I do want to address something uh, back when we came on your podcast uh, back at at the beginning of this year. I think it was maybe March March. of this year. New metal March. There we go. And we talked about uh, Dracula 2000. We talked about Queen of the Damned and the uh, new metal that surrounded that. 
Um, on that episode, I had mentioned that our show, like in kind of setting up the premise for it, I had mentioned is the uh, we have been traveling down the new metal timeline and Ross had said, oh, I don't call it that. You call it that. Because you guys are kind of going through like year by year, correct? Yeah, we're we're going down the what we call the new metal mm-hmm. timeline. So we're going through the albums as they're released. <laughs> you guys are doing the Lord's work. Someone needed to do it. <laughs> I was like, oh, really interesting. So because I'm petty, I went back and I dug out the receipts myself. April 30th of 2021, I got an email from one Mr. Ross Lichtai. And it says, in this, he's kind of laying out the idea for the podcast. And if uh, if you look oh, right oh, here, he literally has the receipts. It says timeline in Ross's wow. email. So, Ross, Ross, you're a piece of shit. Hmm? <laughs> the new metal timeline. Yeah, yeah, because you were saying this is so okay, exciting. Fine. This is I like the equivalent to... of watching Ross get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> like I have the DMs right here. <laughs> Explain hey, this, huh? Explain yeah. this. Listen, this is a video that none of us uh, ever want to make, um, <laughs> but sometimes you know, in life, um, uh, a minority catches you in a lie, and you have to own up to it. As, mm-hmm. You know. Look, I got to own up to it. Four penance. I need you to flush 10 condoms down a trailer park (laughs) toilet. And uh, for this episode, uh, when he means minority, he means that shitty Green Day album minority. (laughs) (laughs) Or is that just a song on it? I think that's a song. Is it Nimrod? That one's on Nimrod. Yeah. Hey, look at that. I I think it's our tab book for Nimrod. (laughs) (laughs) I had Nimrod. My my sister's ex boyfriend got me because he was just very cool. He was helping me learn guitar, and he got me uh, the tab book for Offspring Americana, which is still great. Nice and okay. um, Green Day Nimrod. And wow, I, yeah, I don't okay. know where yeah, either like the Offspring. Are. That one would be sick. You yeah. know, this re- reminds me. One year, um, my friend Adam and I we worked at a Pizza Hut. Uh, it's the same one that uh, Ross and I have uh, mentioned Shout in past times, mm. and uh, we, we were truly making it great. And uh, one year we did uh, one of those uh, uh, Secret Santa things or whatever. So we all picked names from a hat. Uh, and then uh, one of the other cooks, one of the line cooks, um, you know, when we were passing out presents. He came up to Adam, gave him a CD shaped, you know, present. Adam opens it up and it's um, an album by Collective Soul. And Ugh. the significance of that is. Adam fucking hates Collective Soul. So it's like any, <laughs> uh, literally any other album on the planet would have been fine with him. But there's just like one of those things, you know, it's just most the, hated band. Of course, he got it. That's that's one of mine. I really I fucking hate Collective Soul. They they just drive me nuts. And they, they're yeah. Canadian, too. Right, Boozy? Aren't they? That's why we have to hear them more. Oh, let's see. I, don't know, like, I think it's I, maybe. I know that they like Canada. I don't know. I just I get dude. I get <laughs> triggered. Like all of my high school jobs. There was always one guy. Who was the biggest Collective Soul fan? <laughs> That's wild. Were they like Christian or something, or was that just like a probably that checks? I, I out. think they just play Christian. Like they fit into that like sound. Like they sound like mm-hmm. Switchfoot. Right. Well, Switchfoot's <laughs> even so much better. So, so uh, Collective Soul is from Stockbridge, Georgia, okay, United not States. Canadian. Oh. Not Canadian. Georgia. Thank God. Damn Keep them. Damn it. You guys can have them. <laughs> They're all yours. If we All right, we get Avril Lavigne. I don't know. Who we else do have have her. You don't guys. You guys don't get to keep her. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> we keep her and Chad Kroger. 
Fuck! Oh, damn it! <laughs> they got all the good ones. Nickelback has a star on the Vancouver Walk, Walk Hall of Fame. There's like, I didn't even know we had one of those, and it came up. <laughs> it came up on Instagram one day where Nickelback was like, because they like live here, I guess. Hmm. Yeah. So was it like on one of one? They they're the <laughs> the first and only. Yeah. No. There, there's there's other ones like Michael J. Fox is on there. Um, oh. Oh. Okay. So it is legit. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Is it uh, like Jim Carrey? Right. He's yeah. Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wolverine. For those Wolverine. Walk of Fame things, Ryan is it like sports where you're not supposed Puck. to like step on the logo? Like, are you not supposed to step on their names? I like step luck? on every single one of those when I I hopscotch. <laughs> okay. them. I didn't <laughs> like. I didn't know if that was like a faux pas. Like, we don't have that here. Like, nobody's getting retired on our streets. <laughs> yeah. We have uh There's this old uh, venue uh, in Tulsa called uh, the Canes Ballroom. Uh, mm-hmm. It's been around forever. It's like uh, pretty pretty famous. Like a lot of it's like it's a it's a it's a smaller venue, uh, but it's uh, it's got a lot of history behind it. So people love playing there. Uh, like Jack White loves it um, mm-hmm. and plays there a lot. Uh, he actually bought a house in Tulsa because he loves Tulsa apparently a lot. I don't know. Anyways, weird. Um, outside of it, they have uh, sort of like a Tulsa. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, sidewalk of Fame, whatever they're called. Oh um, yeah. Uh, and so it's all, all like famous musicians from Tulsa. And we've got quite a few. Uh, well, I was in this um, uh, scavenger hunt, uh, like around Tulsa, and it was like you had to go around and like take pictures of certain places. Um, and one of them was to take a picture with like one specific person. I don't remember who it was um, that had a star outside of outside of the canes. So we got there. I don't know if we got there first, but we got there pretty early. Took a picture, and I was like, I got an idea. I took a trash can and I moved the trash can on top of the star. <laughs> so no one else could finish the, finish the, and I got in big trouble. We got disqualified for that. You know That's what? one of those things it, you want to be One of my teammates but... ratted me out. Like, fucking... You had a weak link. That's all that was. Yeah, exactly. Um, I also have to ask, um, just because I, who's your guys' favorite musician from Tulsa? Do you guys have anybody you're repping? Oh, boy. I don't. Probably not for me. I'm not. I don't like country music. The yeah, Hanson. Yeah. yeah, that's not. I um, mean, it could be worse. I don't know why I know this, but um, one of my favorite metal bands, The Agony Scene, is from Tulsa. So I'm always like, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, I've heard of them. Yep. Yeah, yeah, they're good. I'm gonna say my I'm friend what... Scott is <laughs> my favorite musician. He's a rapper, <laughs> Doctor Freeman. In, in Saskatoon, back home, right in front of our uh, premier Broadway theater, there's like a statue dedicated to Joni Mitchell, who's from Saskatoon. But and she famously hates us. She fucking hates Saskatchewan and always shits on it. <laughs> it's like they spent so much money on it. It's oh my just God. embarrassing. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. We got that. Holy yeah. Shit. So, um, yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> no worries. So, uh, yeah. Do, do we want to go ahead and move into the main uh, uh, topic of discussion today? I forgot. I'm Absolutely. Goddamn lootly. Mm-hmm. Um, today we are talking about uh, Woodstock 99. We kind of briefly discussed the documentaries earlier. But uh, yeah, so that's uh, going to be the topic for discussion today. Um, Brent, did you just watch the Netflix only? You didn't watch the HBO one, right? Right. Yes, I had not enough time. I was busy watching uh, martial arts movies that I didn't care for and doing some other stuff <laughs> for a different podcast. But <laughs> yeah, for the but um, yeah, so I, I watched uh, Trainwreck. I had heard that there were other Woodstock '99 documentaries, but I didn't know uh, how 
recently they were made or whatever. Uh, I, I just kind of knew about this one uh, most recently, I guess. Uh, yeah. So that's why I chose that one. And uh, look, in uh, in our podcast, we've kind of gotten to the point where Limp Biscuit has released Significant Other and Woodstock 99 has happened, right? So uh, this seemed like the time to address the elephant in the room of new metal and the i guess the overall consensus in media is that limp biscuit started the the riots and that's what turned everything upside down and made it such a horrid affair you know but uh if you if you watch at least this documentary i don't know about the the other one that's on max uh the the hbo one uh it really kind of lays out that it's it was like a circum or a, a series of circumstances that just made things so much worse. I'm not saying that Limp Biscuit like helped things or whatever, mm-hmm. but they they performed as Limp Biscuit. Like you hire Limp Biscuit, you get Limp Biscuit. You know, it yeah. it didn't seem like it was different. Like how many metal festivals are out there where it's just like a ton of metal bands wearing corpse paint and having everyone mosh. But no one like there might be some slight injuries here and there. You've heard of deaths over time. Like there's a thing with Lamb of God and yeah. uh, someplace in Europe where one of their fans got killed. But uh, overall, like with the amount of metal bands and like uh, hardcore uh, rage filled music that perpetuates a lot of these venues, the amount of injury is almost minute, if not yeah. even non-existent, you know, so uh i i I felt like it was important for us to discuss that fact yeah you got to look at the volume of the people that were there too compared to every other show where Mm -hmm. bad things happen like sorry i I just had my hand raised because i i I don't want to lose track of my thought process with you (laughs) talking about that just going when you're talking like comparing woodstock 99 to like a a, let's say more of like a legit metal festival Mm -hmm. um and i think that's all comes down to expectation because like when you watch the Woodstock and how they lay it out, they show it and just how everybody talks about it is like, that's true rage from that yeah. just happens to have music as kind of like a calling point. Like uh, they explain it as like a, it was a powder keg waiting to happen. Right. You know, yeah. and uh, not to take anything away from like Fred Durst, but you could have had a lot of those other big metal bands at the time, like say the right thing, just the right way to, you know, get that going. And that's not taking anything mm-hmm. away from him. I'm just saying like, you know, like a like a Manson type, or you know, I think yeah. Corn, if yeah, they had gone on at a different point, like the Corn probably could have done it too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that's not, and I guess just overall, what I'm saying is like when you go to a metal festival, you have that expectation that like you're going there to have fun and listen to like extreme music, mm-hmm. where like you know anything you take out of there is you know usually you're just having fun with a lot of other people that like the same thing. Whereas like I feel like the Woodstock thing is it, it went from being like a concert at that point to just being like animals trying to escape mm-hmm. that's, <laughs> yeah. that's how i always you know just looking at that is like if, if i went to you know like fire fest and uh you know i showed up <laughs> and there and, was and a band was, playing yeah i showed up at fire fest and they, like all my, my vip section was gone <laughs> yeah and ja rule just shows up and lights the place up um, <laughs> ja rule shows up and performs i'm like what the fuck is going on <laughs> what is this but though the, there's so many things that was building to the explosion of like everyone, yeah, they blame Limp Biscuit. And first of mm-hmm. all, like all the obvious things, like they have a song called Break Stuff, which was the biggest song in the world at the time. Right. And it's yeah. like, what is he going to be like? No, evil Fred Durst be more like fix stuff, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Just not, 
but that's the thing is they played they played on the saturday at 805 i have the whole like set list uh wonderful for like um but like if you look at friday they're like because they're saying like you know shit wasn't really going down on friday sure corn threw on a heater of a show and like mm-hmm. i've watched that live show and it looked amazing um yeah. but the thing is at that time people were still drinking water they were still yes. able to drink water so mm-hmm. by the right. time they got to limp biscuit and they think about that limp biscuit rage against the machine then metallica oh boy that is like toxic male rage Mm -hmm. in three bands well and the other thing that that that, like really was really bizarre to me is generally when people like reference woodstock 99 you see stuff that happened on sunday night like the the fires and the apocalyptic you know the they burned the trailers down and the explosions and shit that happened on sunday night like limp biscuit Mm -hmm. played on saturday night and like yeah they like did tear some of the like the um like the wood from the scaffolding and stuff like that yeah they tore down a lot of the scaffolding there yeah but like the 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 thing that everybody associates was the stuff that happened on sunday night like biscuit wasn't even around anymore no it was red hot chili peppers were the worst part about all this right (laughs) not not only the rage came from yeah, not only their music, it was the fact that they were <laughs> ha- handing out fucking candles. Candles. Like, that's that, a good idea. That like, surprised me, yeah. insane to me. Well, and the no, fact it, that, you know, it's it was like 100 degrees out, and they're on mm-hmm. a fucking tarp. No shade. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. They're on a tarmac that's like, that's got to be fucking, like, boiling at that point. There was yeah. no shade. Yeah. No I water. Mean, yeah. Poop, poop water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People are also, if you look water. at the makeup of, of the people that were there, like I was really paying attention to that um, watching these and it did not look like like if you watch stuff from like Woodstock 94, like it was a different crowd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Because it was a lot more like alternative music that was kind of more like, you know, the vibes were more chill. Yes. <laughs> but the people like the people that I saw in the in the documentary look like the jock assholes that like went to school that were violent and just looking for a fight. They yeah, look like, like your your average like concert festival music goers. Yeah. And then you think about like Columbine happening around this time. And then on top yeah. of that, like, I don't know if you guys even I'm sure you guys remember it even better than I do, like about like 1999, the turn of the century and turn of the millennium and everything. And comparatively so for us, it was like 2012 how many fucking morons I knew who thought the world was going to end in 2012 and in 2000. So now think about that and being Mm -hmm. at the biggest concert of all time with all these bands in the fucking crazy heat, not hydrated at all. Everyone's on drugs. Like this is like such an amazing time capsule, like a horrible time capsule, but Mm -hmm. it's fascinating. There were so many things that lined up to make that happen and to place it all on a band, I think is like that. That's one of the lowest Mm -hmm. uh, uh, factors in, in what happened there. Like it's, it's, it's insane to, especially to blame Limp Bizkit. Like Mm -hmm. again, you could, if you're going to blame anybody, I mean, Red Hot Chili Peppers were really, they started playing fire when, you know, things were starting to kind of boil over at that point. Um, So, I mean, but, but even still, they don't, they don't, really deserve blame there at all uh but no yeah it's, it's just it's 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 insane to me and and um so so i heard on on the documentaries like one said i think two hundred thousand people then the other one said three hundred fifty thousand people which seems like a pretty big um discrepancy there <laughs> like, yeah give or take I, that's just the most people. amount of people i've ever seen and like even mm-hmm. so yeah. a couple of my best friends out here they just went to uh vegas for strange new world 
Do you guys keep up with that? Like it was a new metal festival. That looked awesome. I heard that about was it. Yeah. Incredible and they, lineup. They saw on, all those it. bands. <laughs> oh yeah. It was like the when we were young, but of new metal. And computer, uh, saw... look up. No, it's <laughs> <laughs> they saw they like ever since they got back, like they were just talking about how absolutely incredible corn was. Like they were, stole the show, put everyone to shame. Apparently, oh, sure. I, w- I would have loved to see System of a Down. I still love them, but yeah. uh, apparently they were pretty rough. Like they like fucked up songs and would stop and then just start from the beginning again. It's like you can't be doing I that. Think... I, I heard about that. I think the drummer's MAGA hat kept falling off his head. Yeah. And he had to chase it around the stage. Yeah. Well, they all hate each other. Like, it's such a, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. brutal. But then on top of that, though, they were talking about like, it's in the desert. That's in Vegas. So they had like mm. cooling tents and then like water yeah. stations oh, everywhere, cool. free water. So it's like, you know, I can only imagine how how hot it was there. But at least they, they like people learned from Woodstock to an extent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but like just dude, look looking at Woodstock in general, like aside from the fact that Limp Biscuit's playing, this looks like a complete nightmare to me. I'm oh, like, I would right. never want to be around that many people. Like yeah. you think about someone gets hurt up at the front of the stage, there's no way they're getting out of there. Actually, it's like, not if, a problem because you can just drive a drive van a through it <laughs> and uh ah, make your ah. way through that sea of people. Uh, I was just was like, more like, like yeah. At a certain point, this just became like a, a lawless poop area because like, <laughs> yeah. you're just using yeah. your pants at that point. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I don't I don't even think that like squatting would be an option anymore. Um, yeah. Also, just to track back for a sec, because I need your guys, you the perfect people to ask your opinion on this is mm-hmm. kind of like the main lineup for the sick new world. Like there's a shitload of bands on here, but I'm just kind of looking at like the main grouping mm-hmm. and they have like turnstile and incubus oh like, yeah on, and, incubus and I, was supposed to play woodstock and i have i have nothing against oh, those bands but i don't feel very new metally about either of them especially being like top build i think incubus uh, makes sense but turnstile yeah. is like they're just like the hot band i right just now. Know, yeah, yeah like i know they're they're hot so hot yeah. right now also fucking yeah. deftones was there god damn oh yeah yeah they saw deftones and I love it's, Turnstile. Turnstile is yeah. fucking. I just the... saw them open for Blink One Eighty Two, and it was great. <laughs> Except for, I really wish I could see Turnstile not in a stadium. That doesn't seem like the way to oh. see Turnstile. Yeah, yeah. Um, no. but they were fantastic. They just uh, had an, uh, an, I think it was a, an LP uh, that came out uh, this week. Turnstile did where uh, mm-hmm. it was like a remix or. or uh, by bad bad not good i don't know i think yeah yeah i love made... bad bad not good are they canadian i feel like they are uh but yeah they they uh, uh they did like a remix of that the the newest turnstile album um they remixed a bunch of the songs and it's really fucking good um highly recommended but uh, yeah. turnstile i i, I kind of get it because they, they have a little bit of new metal influence in there um but they've got a lot of influence kind of all over right the place. maybe i'm just this, like, looking the first Oh, no, go ahead. Sorry, there's like a delay. Uh, sorry, I was just going to say, like, I'm just looking too far into it. Is like, I kind of thought it would be like one of those like new metal cruises where like you had to have been there to be on this tour. Dude, like, <laughs> we need to talk about the Creed cruise. Yes, Ooh, let's go. Holy Jesus. shit. Me and my buddy Jason, we legitimately priced out tickets. And I was like, <laughs> dude, there's no way we will come back alive. Like, if yeah. we're, if we're, tr- we're trolls. If we're trapped on a Creed cruise and like the, it would cost around thirty five hundred dollars to do the whole Christ. thing. And I was like, dude, that's the most expensive joke we would ever pull. <laughs> yeah. 
Who else was, was like, it? Was I, it just Creed or was there any? No, it's Creed and Buck Cherry. <laughs> Buck Cherry, three doors down. Um, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. I fucking see three doors down is a band I absolutely fucking hate. I cannot believe Same. they're a band. I can't believe they're successful. Just like the whole thing. They're just so milk toast to me. Yeah, they're just boring white guy rock. They're, they're yeah. divorced dad rock. Yes. <laughs> like they, they performed at the inauguration of uh, Lil Donny Dipshit. And I was like, that's it, it actually got worse. Who did you that? know, uh, Three Doors, Three Doors Down, Down did. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't even, I thought that was just trapped. Oh, <laughs> it might as well have been. <laughs> but like fucking Creed back in 2023, man. Like, God bless him. Dude, Fuel. Look, Fuel I, I is playing. <laughs> Fuel, of course, of course, that that fits Fuck, right I in. About Look, fuel. I know Scott that Scott that... was in the documentary, right? One of the documentaries. Yeah, he's in one of so the Netflix one, I think. No, he wasn't in that one. No, no yeah, I, didn't, I didn't see him there. Then. Okay, yeah. yeah, he's asking for change with his hair plugs. <laughs> there are so many bands that played that you would not even know existed on this lineup from the Netflix documentary. Like they don't touch on DMX in that one either, do they? I had no idea till this exact moment that he was uh, yeah. playing that. Like I forgot. No, and you said Metallica and Rage Against the Machine. They mentioned Rage Against the Machine in the Trainwreck documentary, but we don't actually like see them. Yeah, you um, don't see that. And but yeah, Metallica, yeah, I had no idea. They come yeah, right in on closed. the James Brown. Yeah, that was right. a, he opened. <laughs> that was. It, it, think about this lineup, you guys. Let, let, let's just take a look at Saturday here. So twelve o'clock, we got the Tragically Hip, um, and then we got Kid Rock, then Wyclef John. Counting Crows, Dave Matthews Band, Alanis uh-huh. Morissette, Limp Bizkit, Rage Against <laughs> the Machine, and Metallica. That is the most like. Wait, ridiculous. I thought Bush. I thought Bush played after. Oh no, they played after. No, that Crow. was the first night. That's yeah. right. That's right. So it was Limp Bizkit and then Rage and then Metallica. Yeah, like that's a trifecta right there. God damn. Um, yeah, but, like putting all that shit on Biscuit is like. I feel like people just feel safe. Uh, I feel like Rage Against the Machine. I like Rage Against the Machine and mm-hmm. Metallica, but I feel like those are very safe choices. Uh, whereas Limp Biscuit is just like you know, people love to hate Fred Durst, so they're yeah, totally, yeah. especially yeah. at this exactly. time. They yeah, they have a song it. called Break Stuff, so I get it. But, yeah. yeah, but then they're... at the same time, people were chanting "Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me" while they're ripping mm-hmm. the wall down. So it's like, yeah, it was Fred Durst's fault though. Yeah, Whatever right. Yeah. In the, uh, Rage Against the Machine discography. What part of where were they at at '99? Had they done Evil Empire already? Mm, uh, I yeah, think, I think they. Had, yeah, they definitely Battle for Evil Los em- Angeles. That's where it was. It was Guerrilla Radio era. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was like, like when I when I think about those things, for some reason, I think it's like just after they'd done self titled. But it's like no, they had some of their other like heaters by then too. Oh yeah, yeah. I love Battle of Los Angeles. I yeah, love all like so most of their albums. Um, yeah, no, it's great. But the other thing that they don't show in the documentary is they show Fred Durst like firing people up, being like, "You got girl problems, you got boy problems, you got parent <laughs> problems." And it's like break shit or whatever. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. And then two songs later, I watched the full set today. He says, "All right, we got all that negative energy out before, so now let's bring in the positive." And like they, they don't course. show that in the documentary, right? They, right. It's like the guy is a fucking show and then they're all talking about his ego it's like what are you talking about how can you perform in front of that many people and not even pre- you got to pretend to have an ego at that point right yeah, like, you, to be able to put on a show yeah you the, the, have a little bit of something there yeah for sure and they, they mentioned this in the train wreck documentary where uh who was it it was uh it was one of the female performers they were talking about like the vast sea of people that you would see there cool. 
Jewel. Was that what yeah. it was? And like yeah. being able to just like move the crowd and see them like physically move. It was like literal waves of people bouncing up and down, especially for like break stuff. That was like the entire sea of humanity was yeah. bouncing up and down to uh, that bridge. But uh, yeah, the like Matthews he, bridge. <laughs> yeah. John Otto <laughs> took us there, you know, but uh, it, if you are the performer and especially the front man, yeah, you, you have to like command the audience to, to like be into the music and stay in it. And I, I, I don't know the, the vilification of the artists uh, yeah. is astounding to me. Like even taking Limp Bizkit out of it, just like in general, it's not the artist's fault unless they specifically say, Hey, tear down that fucking camera tower or whatever the fuck, you know, yeah. that's, that's a little bit different of a story, or but let me stand next to your fire. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's worse than anything they fucking did that is yeah. true and that's weird because i don't remember red hot chili peppers ever like covering fire by Jimi hendrix before so i wonder if it was just like a i don't uh, think they no, remember they... covering anything <laughs> well that's how no, they covered that like way back in the day that's like from they covered that like in like the 80s that was on like mother's milk or something oh really okay was, yeah yeah well not a, a great choice Maybe it's a confluence of events. It's like, well, this is the next oh, song on the set list. I don't know what well, to tell you. you. They you were hyped in Helvetica. Go... I cannot change it. <laughs> yeah, you, you can kind of hear them go, "Hey, should, should we? Should we do? Okay, let's let, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it." And they start. Yeah. They they break into fire. They, like they did, they did not on purpose. Plan that. Yeah, yeah. They one hundred percent did it on purpose. I just yeah. also love how there were so many other bands that were supposed to play, but they all infamously wouldn't play because of Limp Bizkit. So like what, we really? remember as as much as we love Limp Bizkit, like mm -hmm. they were hated by a lot of people. Uh, yeah, but then you also problematic. Like, yeah, well, it's Freddie was Fred's just a he's a troll too. Yeah, especially yeah. that was Pete yeah. Fred. They were yeah. like oh, much <laughs> yeah. like Mitch right now. He had his hat on backwards, <laughs> and he would not turn that motherfucker around. No matter no, he would please or thank you. And he had the cool goatee soul patch combination at the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course. This was around the time where he was bringing Britney to her knees. <laughs> now, Mitch, yeah. uh, you had mentioned earlier that Incubus was supposed to play Woodstock. Yeah, yeah Incubus. I'm trying to find. I, I read. I think they were just like a there was a scheduling issue. But I know oh, Sugar okay. Ray dropped out because Mark McGrath got sick. Um, but Marilyn yeah. Manson and Hole. Yeah, Marilyn Manson and Hole were supposed to play. But Marilyn Manson wouldn't play on the same bill as Limp Bizkit. Well, and it's of like, course, yeah, because he has standards. Sure. Yeah. Oh, how the how the turntables, my friend. <laughs> piece of shit. That's his stand right there. I, yeah. I don't know about these fellas. Yes. Yeah. 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 Right. You didn't. So so Brent, you didn't see the HBO one. So you did not see did them not. with Moby, right? What Moby's part yeah. of it? This holy shit! Oh, no. Yeah. Fuck. He's such God a damn it. Part. He's a fucking I need to watch nerd. This. He is a He's fucking a... little dipshit nerd i swear did, to did god it have... I... whoa are you eminem <laughs> yeah man <laughs> Me and eminem. Did, did it have footage of moby now where he has like the neck tattoo or throat tattoo oh, yeah. or whatever is that what it was yeah. oh my god yeah. I, was a couple I saw ago. that recently or is a that, that's evil interview. moby i want to yeah, slap him so that's noby yeah because yeah. <laughs> yeah he was talking about how they had like a whole side stage where it was all just like people doing mdma and blow and dancing in a rave and uh he's like all these people didn't come here for this they came for limp biscuit so like he's just a little fucking nerd once again pro bullying for a reason <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Moby so every time he would pop up, I'd just be like, "Shut the fuck up!" He, <laughs> everything you say, you sound like a little whiny, like, uh, yeah, God, it's just, fuck, hey, Moby. Fuck. Yeah, play was a good a album. I, I could like play at the time. <laughs> yeah, but he's sitting there calling like, um, he's saying like, you know, uh, it was all about you know capitalism, and they were just selling out like the music for like Bud Light. I'm like, motherfucker, how many songs did you license for like? computer ads and car oh, ads. yeah every single album every single song off of play was licensed like 20 times yeah. over like mm -hmm. fuck i off. can't stand the i'm punk mentality when you're a fucking moby <laughs> just like yeah. sleeping yeah. in your bed of cash <laughs> 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 lying about the fact that you almost fucked uh uh, uh natalie portman was natalie it portman yeah yeah no natalie would never and then she was like, no. And he said that in an interview, and then somebody asked her about it. She's like, what? No. Absolutely yeah, not. I, I didn't think know he... I could hate him more. That's my, <laughs> that's, that's my future ex-wife we're talking about here. Dipshit, <laughs> sort of God. That's yeah. so weird, man. Slipknot. So on the the other one, the uh, the the HBO documentary, did it have more artist interviews? Because the train wreck one had like Jonathan Davis from Corn and uh, Jewel, but like it, it yeah. had just a small amount of celebrities interview. i don't like the way you said jewel there foul <laughs> no i no disrespect i just was struggling to think of another artist that was she's a, alaskan so she's like canada adjacent you gotta sure, right. friend. okay uh, she's keeping an eye on russia for us uh, you guys are right about uh like them demonizing like fred and stuff because you like when they do all the interviews with jonathan davis he's pretty much just like yeah it was fucking sweet he wasn't like yeah. oh i was yeah. worried for anybody he was just like we're trying to light this motherfucker off yeah no i'm trying moby to find what... was moby was someone lent biscuit under the bus yeah what was that fuckhead's name he's one of the ones who put the show on he um i'm trying to find it here it's not michael uh, Lang. Was i think michael John uh, Roberts, John, I think, is... John Share or something like That's that. That's such yeah. a made-up name. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> but you, you know, there's like there's like three of them, three or four of them, and then the yep. mayor that were technically behind all this. But yeah. he's the one guy being like, "We didn't know how big of an asshole Fred Durst was." Cut to next clip where he's like, "If you're a woman and you're walking around with your shirt off, you've got to expect to be grabbed. Like, you got to be partially." Is that in the Netflix one or is that HBO? No. I got to watch think, this other documentary. I feel yeah. like I came to this woefully unprepared. Dude, he you, straight up says that you're um you're partially responsible for being groped if you're walking right. around with your shirt off. Jesus and you know, Christ. That editor's like, I'm going to light this motherfucker oh. up. You know, one thing yeah. I will say is like, uh, and both documentaries did this where they're like, uh, you know, talking about how like women feel that felt like pressured to you know flash mm -hmm. their tits and all this kind of stuff, but then I'm like, but you guys are showing all of this shit uncensored, and like, I'm sure you didn't reach out to all of these women and get their consent oh, yeah. to it's on YouTube, put them naked mm -hmm. all over fucking two documentaries. Yeah. I thought that was a little hypocritical. I really felt yeah. like they should have like blurred their faces or blurred their tits or something. Yeah, there were, totally, there were yeah. a few people in the train wreck documentary that had their faces blurred out but it was very few and far between i don't know if yeah. it was just like they they bought the rights to the footage from whomever and so they yeah. were just like hey, we're right. just gonna throw it in there but it still right. should yeah. have been and were all those girls over 18 like i guarantee Fuck you can no, check guarantee like, not yeah i, 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 I love really 
I love thinking about um there's like the one most famous like screenshot of like a guy reaching over and grabbing a woman's chest. Yeah. And uh you can see his face clearly. I'm like, oh my God, I love that this guy's just like having a tough time getting a job ever again. Yeah. God, I hope so. Like, yeah, yeah, you How gotta do you explain hope. that one. Like no, it's <laughs> what a what a bad look. Yeah, it's just but this was like the mm-hmm. most toxic timeline too. So yeah. it's like it, yeah. just a series of everything put together is mm-hmm. just limp biscuits just the cherry on top of the cake it's just it takes up it takes the world's greatest band to pull off something like this <laughs> truly truly um, but it's also very cool you can see where in the timeline south park was by how many i killed yep. kenny shirts you saw that. <laughs> oh my god where it's like That's shit so they don't talk about any of that stuff anymore and right. while the south park's still like culturally relevant yeah mm-hmm. yeah I just yeah. I just got back on the South Park train like recently. I was it's in still, Seattle it's for a fucking smart. It's still good. Oh yeah, I just like I just watched the the Macho Man Randy Savage episode. <laughs> I'm like oh, years late on it. It's where Macho Man Randy Savage um claims to be transgender and destroys everyone in Olympics. Mm. <laughs> it's Jesus Christ! It's fucking yeah. insane. Uh, it's South insane. Park always Holy goes shit. right for the throat. Yeah, yeah of course. But to be someone... fair, they usually like. They they usually do kind of balance it out a little. Oh, bit. oh yeah, like, it's just pointing it's like it's a exaggerated looks of both sides. Yeah. Um, right. Going going back to you, I can't remember all of the HBO one because I fell asleep, but I did really appreciate in the Netflix one how much uh, kudos they were given to my boy Gavin Rossdale and Bush. Was <laughs> I was like, surprised. I really they was. came out there after corn to extinguish that fire. They were about yeah. the peace and the love. They were playing swallowed and glycerin. glycerin. And I was eating that shit up. That is like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a busher. Are you real? Okay. Yeah. I, I, I was like really to... surprised, like, especially with knowing how big those two bands are now. I feel like Corn uh, can only do like headlining tours at this point, whereas Bush oh, yeah. maybe fell off a little bit, oh, at least here in the not, States. Not a little bit like they did. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're, okay. They're apparently back and they're apparently sounding great is what I've heard. I don't doubt, like Gavin Rossdale is a talented person, whether he's yeah. a dipshit or not is a different yeah, thing. And, but and he was in Constantine. <laughs> I was about to say he was great in Constantine. <laughs> no, damn. My favorite. But, but you're, you're right. Like, um, Corn is basically on that. Uh, not quite at that Metallica level, but they can basically just go play like one show a year if they wanted to. And they mm-hmm. make enough money. Yeah. 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 But it was interesting to see that Bush came after Corn mm-hmm. because you think they would be flipped around, but uh, it seems like yeah they did have a like a salve type effect on the crowd at that point, which is yeah. From uh, I haven't seen the actual like Corn concert footage, but just from what I saw in the documentary, it seems like they really like shut everything down, like they they gave it their all and went out there and yeah. crushed it, and then Bush has to follow up up after yeah, them that, you know and gavin rosta was saying he, he watched them off stage he was like ah shit you know like yeah. what are we gonna do so he just goes out there and starts playing his guitar and singing with a shirt off and i was like yeah like i'm, I'm, <laughs> a, else, like, I'm a straight dude gavin but i was like in this i was reaching for my crotch i was about to you know you know oh, gavin rosta yeah, like, yeah, handsome babe. man mm-hmm. but corn no you gotta you gotta watch that full corn set it is yeah holy shit like uh they fucking absolutely slayed like out of all the concert footage that i've seen um i think they may have even outplayed limp biscuit a little bit like to be honest oh, like yeah. they they fucking it was incredible it was an incredible set that yeah. was the one thing that my friends told me from sick new world is like they're like we saw so many amazing bands that weekend and uh but they're like 
everyone was just buried by corn. Like corn sure, was yeah. that that yeah. good. Like they just Dude, sounded that so tight and list. Oh, and oh, I know. Like I I almost was gonna go with them, but if it wasn't for my stupid job. Uh, but <laughs> they did oddly say that Coal Chamber was fun too. Real, okay, I'm so really? curious. So yeah. curious. Uh, Ross and I, we've talked about the first Coal Chamber album on this podcast. Did not care for it. I think we both gave it like twos or whatever. But I sure it'd be fun to see live though. Well, yeah, potentially, now, right? Because they actually like have actual musicians rounding out the band before it was just like gothed out or cracked out goth heads. Yeah. Like, trying to play <laughs> yeah. drop F. Yeah. I'm I'm curious yeah. what their, their other albums sound like. So I'm I'm willing to give them a chance. So we'll see how that there, goes. There's just there's certain bands that like, you know, I I grew up liking Papa Roach when I was younger and then I mm-hmm. hard fell off it. Uh, and then it's because of those friends that also they said Papa Roach was awesome. And I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. judgmental teen me is like, fuck Papa Roach. But then it's like, I actually thought about it. That first album is fucking so good. There's some really good songs on it. Mm-hmm. And apparently those guys, they're all like sober. So they put on an incredible show. Like they're all mm-hmm. healthy. They're, they're <laughs> right. like Buck Cherry if they were like healthy <laughs> and could write like choruses better. Who's yeah, remember? Mitch- I, Come on, I crazy like... bitch. Name me better lyrics. <laughs> Mitch, you uh, had, had sent us a video off air of Buck Cherry playing Woodstock 99. It was uh, them performing the song Cocaine. And no, you let, said that you had something up. you wanted to mention uh, off Christ. air, but you wanted to bring that to the podcast. You oh, want to lay that I out for us? I can't remember what it was now. I'm a... okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but well, no, it's just like, look at that. Like you, you never see a man just so. It it blows my mind that that guy's still alive. Like I don't know how, man. I dude, do not it's, know. It's the mentality never changed. Like ninety nine to two thousand twenty three. Like mm-hmm. dude's never changed. <laughs> yeah, well, Bo- Boozy knows. Like uh, a big part of my personality from like two thousand seventeen to around two thousand twenty was me playing buck cherry crazy bitch in all of the wrong places yeah we we love a good like running gag and that yeah. was a fucking tight running gag yeah like nice. I, I went hard on the snapchat and like yeah uh, was looking <laughs> looking back on it now i'm like you know what that could that have constituted as abuse to my ex it was like every everywhere we'd be in the grocery store she's just trying to buy groceries and i crank crazy bitch in the middle of the aisle (laughs) it it was so interchangeable in your life that was the best part of it it was like getting turned up crazy bitch want to annoy somebody crazy bitch if you're like a little down and you're trying to get back up crazy bitch of course you can always count on crazy bitch to be there for you yeah Yeah, there's a lot of people who are like, oh, man, God. anytime I hear that song, all I think about is you. And I'm like, I, that's my legacy now. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's, that's awesome. Uh, We're going to have like a a school choir sing that at your funeral. It'll be fun. <laughs> a good time. Oh, Kids bop. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I have like, when when Mitch finally gets married, I have so much stuff, like a PowerPoint presentation, though, music, <laughs> like it's going to be great. we're all getting canceled (laughs) yeah no i will be in the grave before that happens (laughs) Um, i told my wife like she has to play um are you guys familiar with the cramps at all oh yeah uh i I, I get them all the time (laughs) (laughs) every 28 days with booty (laughs) i told her that i want uh bikini girls with machine guns played at my funeral i'm like i will haunt you if you don't i don't care what anybody (laughs) says i want are you familiar with that song? Oh yeah, no. Girls with machine guns. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. No, I am one hundred percent. Yeah. Do you? I love the crap. Do you guys have a funeral song? <laughs> Brandon Boozy, I love that conversation. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So there, say, there, mine's crazy bitch. Do you, uh, crazy do you bitch, want of like, course. Funny answer or the serious answer? <laughs> either one. Either one. Yeah. <laughs> what have you got? Um, I just because it's like my favorite song in the world. Um, Boys of Summer by the Ataris. Would be like, <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> that's like I don't know why. That's like my feel good. Like anytime not I hear original. that or one headlight. Actually, yeah, not those the are like my two. <laughs> it's yeah. It's that you got the you, you prefer the black flag sticker on the trunk. Yeah, instead of right. the original. Of course. Yeah, <laughs> that was a great song. That was like peak MSN Alien Ant Farm era. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, bury me with <laughs> Man, good memories. Alien Ant Farm. They were a yeah. flash in the pan. I felt like they were like huge for like six months. Yeah. <laughs> Buddy, <laughs> movies is still a banger song. Yeah, Thank you. Have, People don't talk songs. about movies that's, enough. That's movies is the absolutely, absolutely, goddamn lutely. Yeah. They followed by Witch from Tony Hawk Three. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Hawk always bread. had like banger soundtracks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, my man. funeral Ross song. Just had a jump scare. Sorry there. Yeah. yeah. No. Someone yeah. Just walked in the bed, jump scared the fuck. It was like unfriended. Oh, <laughs> there's no one in here. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> get out of here. Oh, there she is. <laughs> little uh, no. little <laughs> ginger, get out of here. <laughs> uh, I feel like my funeral my song should be just like this charms. by Limp Biscuit, and you just uh, crowd surf my casket over a sea of humanity. Oh. I think that's the way I want to go. You know? <laughs> that's a great pick. That sounds like a coffin flop's ready to happen. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And then, uh, yes, I want uh, fucking Tim Robinson there. He's like, I didn't yeah. know this. We're allowed to show him, dude, because he ain't got no soul. <laughs> I'm just showing. I don't know what to tell you, bud. <laughs> I have body that. I would like, like, whenever we die, like, I don't believe in uh, God or an afterlife or anything, but I hope that there's some type of like stats we get to see before we just like are officially done. Like I a Mario see how party much... at the very end where they tally it all up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was just like, want to see like the amount of times I've seen the coffin flop skit versus yeah. like any other thing in my life because I watch it so many times. It always makes me fucking die laughing. Yeah, it's never not funny. That oh one, my it's god! Like, that's how Carl Havoc is for me too. Like I, I love Carl Havoc. <laughs> There's too much fucking shit on me. Can I, can I um flip this question? And they're back to back. They're back to back. <laughs> can I flip this question to a new metal? Like, what would be your new metal like casket track? Well, you got just like this. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, that's so. Mm. Yeah, that's a tough one. It's, I feel like it's got to be something by Corn. Uh, that's where I go to. Like. Daddy, oh god, got the life, <laughs> got the life, yeah, <laughs> got the life would gotta be the one or phage it, phage it, yeah, yeah. They closed, uh, or no, I guess they that was so in the corn set list, they they finished with that, they opened with blind, uh, but then they yeah. did. When do they not open with blind? Yeah, it's true. I mean, it's a good one. It'd be good for like an encore as well. You know, like the mm. band leave the stage, they come back and you just hear the fucking ride symbol. Um, I, uh, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. Shit. Oh, no, I remembered. Okay. So uh, I think another good new metal track for my funeral, if we if we can't get the rights to just like this, then that System of a Down song off their first album that has the tuba on it. I want that <laughs> one. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good one. That song's Man, a goddamn banger. Really fucking questionable system of a down shit. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah, gotta I was... be honest with ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know Some what of those you were songs talking are about. 
<laughs> some of those songs are straight up just like Darren playing with a guitar while on coke, just like and he's like, we can make we can sing something out of this. Yeah. Viol yeah. Violent pornography. Yeah. yeah. I, I un unironically love that song. Uh, oh, dude, that, that whole album is incredible. I love yes, that album. It is. Um, and Toxicity Old School Hollywood Baseball. Such a yep. weird song, but I fucking love it. And Yeah, it's a good one. Another good one for a funeral song would be Let's Do This Now by Korn, because it has the, the bagpipes. The <laughs> oh. That'd be a good one. Yeah. Yeah, Woodstock. Um, shit. <laughs> Woodstock, like man. Cornstock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, I was surprised at it. Like, I, I lived through Woodstock 99. I, I didn't go. I was, you know, uh, a teenager, but you didn't uh, go. You were nowhere near it, but you survived near, it. But I, I survived it. I remember, <laughs> you know, I got my my stripes. Um, But, you know, whenever you hear about something happening uh, that's like you're so far removed from, you kind of just remember the event. Like if if 9-11 wasn't so closely tied to New York, I would be like, oh, yeah, it happened in Wisconsin or something. I don't fucking know. I'm in Oklahoma. I don't know shit. Uh, but I was surprised to see that it took place in Rome, New York. Uh, I don't know why that surprises me, but I feel like when I think of New York, I think of either like a clustered uh, metropolis or like uh, Professor X's mansion in upstate New York. And that's it. That, those are the, the two uh, places in New York to me. You know, I know it's a big place, but even still. But it uh, took place July 22nd through July 25th in 1999 and it's like from what i understand new york they have like all the seasons over there whereas like here in oklahoma it's just like hot as fuck for like uh about five months out of the year and then it's cold as fuck for another portion of it um but you know in new york it gets hot as shit too evidently especially when you're on a tarmac and uh then running into all the issues with concessions and uh, skyrocketing prices while you're there. Somebody in the train wreck documentary mentioned the bottle bottled water prices went from four dollars to twelve dollars per bottle. Uh, I think and, maybe and, on night two or ninety nine like prices like that. Yeah, fucking yeah, ridiculous. That's it's yeah. also that's you're ridiculous totally today, right. but back then, yeah, it would, yeah, it would have been yeah closer to like seven bucks, probably six seven bucks. Oh, I only insist on paying twelve dollars for water. So and that's, they would let mm. people bring in their own food or water either. They were yeah. stopping yeah. people, but they were letting people bring in drugs. Like, <laughs> yeah, you could bring drugs. You could uh, touch anyone you wanted to. Jesus Christ, that uh, uh, that makes me sick, man. Like seeing some <laughs> of that concert footage where those girls are getting. I mean, like it's just a hand, like. That's, I'm so glad is, that shit doesn't happen anymore. I'm, I mean, I'm sure it absolutely still does, does but they, but it, they not nearly like this though. Like, but it's events like this that kind of just help, like but, this. Yeah, but they, Fred, you know, help yeah. push you forward. Um, mm -hmm. but no, like I'm actually reading. There, there's so many things that happened during this like whole debacle that wasn't mm -hmm. covered in either of the documentaries. Some of it's like actually, you know, just interesting information. Like Ice Cube played, and um, he he played straight out of Compton and fucked the police for the first time at this show since 1989 when he left the like NWA, which oh, is wow. pretty cool. Wow. That's fucking huge. Yeah. yeah. That's a ten, 10 that's years weird that later. They don't say nope. like even just a nod to that. Now hear this though. Think about, think about next time they everyone's just blaming Limp Bizkit. And I, mm -hmm. keep in mind, I love Rage Against the Machine. I really do mm -hmm. love that band. Rage Against the Machine burned an American flag on stage during the performance of Killing in the Name. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Yet fuck Fred Durst. Yeah, and they exactly. were calling Holy it shit. um uh wood uh profit star wood 
they, they were like they 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 had some like play on uh Woodstock that was like uh uh Woodstock market. Woodstock, yeah, something like that. That yeah. was like you know like they were calling out like the bullshit like day one. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. or how like commercialized mm-hmm. and expensive did, did they, was. they always do that after they cash the paycheck though no right yeah yeah that's true yeah i, I don't know i i love rage and i i totally I, like i love a lot of the concepts that they do but they're so funny is that they'll do shit like that and then they'll be like well our ticket prices have to be a certain amount right yeah you, you know like stuff like that to um, be fair Brent... they, they, they 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 did bring like a lot of like leftist uh uh like politics Ideology. into like yeah. more mainstream music so like uh i feel like it's kind of like a fair trade off to like bring to get your message out you have to like R- right they're they're kind cashing of in sell on out it. to some degree to like get a wider oh, yeah, audience they, especially when you're ri- well i guess they're still living off road like yeah they deserve to be paid but yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 i know i'm not disagreeing with that but i feel <laughs> yeah. like there's the idea of the like if they were trying to go to a rage concert you know when they were 18 i don't think yeah. they could have afforded it no yeah. that's why like i didn't yeah buy, i was gonna buy tickets for the it was right before covid shut it all down but rage against the machine was coming back and touring with, with... run the jewels oh my yeah. god yeah i was just I like yeah i wanted to go that and then it got canceled so i was like fucking thank yeah. god i didn't buy those but other mm-hmm. things i know so Ross, you'll be able to tell me because you watch as well the HBO documentary. I can't remember which one shows a bit of this, but I know one of them. I think it's Trainwreck doesn't show this. Um, but Dexter Holland from from The Offspring actually stops the show at one point and that calls people out for like groping women in the audience. Yeah. Oh, wow. And Flea did the same thing, and Jamar huh. Kwai did it. Um, yeah. but they don't show any of that in that documentary. Yeah, Jamar Kwai Kwai was up. there. Sorry, yeah, I don't they, mean to laugh. Yeah. yeah, but like which is the Jamar only Kwai's skip- Kwai's- which is the that. only skippable song on the Godzilla 1999 soundtrack. <laughs> this is true. And get this, he was wearing a crazy hat. I know. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't expect it. Jamiroquai, crazy hat. Do you think right? like as but... soon as he takes the hat off, like even his manager's like, who's that guy? <laughs> <laughs> I think when uh, Jamiroquai took off his hat, he wrapped it around Kid Rock and then Kid Rocket wore that to stage <laughs> for his performance. Holy um, shit. Okay, uh, you know what? Yeah. I'm not a Kid Rock fan, but like, that's fucking like that's history right there. Right. Like, oh, are you talking about the, the Bill Clinton thing? The, that that just, was no, just what? the way that he came out, was... the way he walked out, like just to have that kind of energy. My name is Keith. Yeah, that was epic. And then he called out Bill Clinton. He said, "Oh boy, no, I'm not political, but I know two things: Monica Lewinsky is a hoe, and Bill Clinton is a motherfucking pimp." <laughs> Oh boy. And that's just like a Scott Steiner promo. Like I'm sure he was just watching wrestling. <laughs> that's all that was. I love how he's the the timeline we're currently living in is he's getting roasted for drinking a Bud Light. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, I saw he that. being mad about Bud Light. Yeah. <laughs> really? He, got, he, he, he got was caught, caught drinking one. Yeah. Oh my god. And this he murdered like all those day. other ones. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up. Yeah. Damn. That's wild, man. Uh, what do you guys think about the pay-per-view element? Uh, in in the Trainwreck documentary, they mentioned that mm-hmm. the pay-per-view caused people to act wild and and put on, like, as a crowd, just, like, kind of uh, get amped up uh, mm-hmm. more so than would normally be the case. What what do you think about that, Boozy? Um, I, I thought that was super interesting. And what a great idea, and I think, at, at the time. But the kind of – I liked were – not I liked, but I thought it was very interesting when they were talking to the guy just running around who – basically only rewarded like the worst behavior 
So mm -hmm. it, like I totally get that people are getting amped because this is some wild shit, especially for the time, just being able to like pay 50 bucks and you're seeing the most raw shit as it's happening. Yeah. Like they, they could have filmed a death very easily. And I guarantee yeah. like if that like if they came across an OD, that dude would have had no problem with, you know, like putting that out there. Mm -hmm. It was just it was really wild how uh just you know, very they said honest. like the, you could tell the cameraman was like purposely looking for like girls with their tops off. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just them. like it was fucking raw. Like they were just like the worst shit. They were the rewarding. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. like yeah. especially with they were talking about having like all that bravado with um, which movies were we talking about like Fight Club even just kind of how that yeah. is, like culturally impacted people. So you have all these people together who you know whether it's back then because it wasn't as common or even now like people get weird in front of cameras mm. like you know it, it's just as soon as you pull out a camera people just want to whether they'll ever see themselves on it or not just want to mm. act like fucking menaces yeah 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 so like this was at the beginning like... of all that too Mm -hmm. and but that's what i mean it's like it wasn't it was definitely not as commonplace so like it would be more novel to see that at a festival but just like yeah they went fucking wild and then if you want the camera pointed at you you got to do some wild shit too to like get on that level it's yeah. it was fucked up well mm -hmm. and i i think it's like super cringy looking back and i look i i participated so i like calling myself out here too but the uh the hatred for like the whole like britney spears and christina aguilera and the backstreet mm -hmm. boys and it's like, i hate that shit and like mm -hmm. even like offspring you know they had like like blow up dolls with the Backstreet yeah. Boys or whoever, and they so were like, it was in sync, idiot. Oh, sorry, I'm so yeah. God. There's a huge um, difference, but like the hatred that 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 people had for those bands, um, both like the artists, because even Limp Biscuit, like, were like, yeah, they're shutting out, like, in sync, yeah, mm -hmm. and uh, they're like doing Do interviews with people have and they're like, like that anymore. Oh yeah, Corey Taylor's still bitching about Justin Bieber. It's like one of the things that bothers me <laughs> most about him. It's like, dude, Corey, sit down. You're gonna have a heart attack. Yeah, it's like it's not a good look watching artists no. be like, stay oh, in your fucking lane. Especially when it's like stuff, it's like for kids. Like you're like yeah. making fun of like things that like teenagers like. Like let them have that. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's not, not for, for you. Of course, it's not. It's for like you. grown yeah. men bitching about Twilight in 2023. Yeah, it's like, exactly. congratulations. Guess what? You don't need to watch it. Yeah, <laughs> and you don't need to yuck somebody else's yum, man. If they're, yeah, exactly. if they're having fun, whatever, fine. Um, but yeah, they, I, I know they they did bring that up as an element where people were really upset with MTV in general because they felt like uh, MTV wasn't playing their music anymore. They were playing, uh, you know, like this boy bands poppy, and whatnot, poppy hmm. stuff. Yeah, but yeah, yeah like and Ross, you and I have talked about this on the podcast where. Uh, bands like Corn and Limp Biscuit, Kid Rock, they were in the mix for uh, TRL. TRL and so, stuff. like yeah. amongst like Britney Spears and Christina and fucking Backstreet Boys, you had these new metal acts that were a part of it. So it was all like a mixture of of things. I love the shades, boozy. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to distract you guys too much. So, so do you think that really a lot of that is just posturing in terms of like buy my shit? Don't let anyone buy anyone else's shit. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's a little bit like 
like it was edgy, you know, to be mm-hmm. like, this stuff isn't real music, you know, we're yeah. real music. Well, it's, I it's mean, security a little bit, I think. It kind of goes back to like around the same time, and we've already mentioned him, but like Moby, right? Eminem had beef with Moby. And like, look, maybe Moby like sucks now, but at the time, like if you're Eminem, you're like a, a, a pretty like uh, well-respected rapper you would think you would go after other rappers, if anything, but you're going to go after Moby's bald ass. He's like well, he, probably a decade older than you. He's yeah. like not a threat at all. It's kind of weird. And then seeing me, like these these rock bands go after boy bands, it's just like mm-hmm. I mean, you're that's a pretty yeah. easy fight to yeah. go after. Yeah. You know, I, I I hate to defend Eminem, but the thing is that was part of like his whole shtick, though. Is like he went after everybody. It's like South Park. Yeah. Like if you didn't get roasted by him, that just shows how irrelevant you are. Yeah, there's a big difference between that and then even though he did have genuine feuds with I know Fred Durst, but dude, everyone hated Fred Durst at this time, too. Like he was such a I think it's because he was killing it. Like they were just on top of the world and everyone was jealous. Well, Um, yeah, like that beef. He had like the Mariah beef. Like we got some good tunes from Mariah. Like she buried him. Are we talking about Eminem (laughs) or Fred Durst? Eminem. Mariah buried him. Well, yeah, because they, yeah, they dated and decided to put everything public, which is what they do. But even like Trent, Re- the whole Trent Reznor beef with Fred Durst is hilarious. Because um, I love how it started off with Fred being like the Nine Inch Nails was a huge influence on him, and they're like, "That's the most embarrassing thing I've ever heard." Um, <laughs> Just like, take a fucking compliment, damn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I love this Nine Inch Nails frontman Trent Reznor later mocked Durst for his actions during an October 1999 interview with Rolling Stone, telling interviewers. Fred Durst can serve a piece of can surf a piece of plywood up my ass. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him. That all, yeah. Well, one of my favorite Fred was things... was shaking in his boots after hearing that one. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite, like, uh, uh, kind of like weird beefs like that was uh, how Slipknot said they hated Limp Biscuit, but they were mm-hmm. like, "But West Borland's cool. He can come join our." <laughs> 12 piece yeah. band if he wants to <laughs> yeah but i mean they're right west borland is uh, yeah, cool I mean, fucking weird dude one of the coolest dudes ever <laughs> My yeah i mean like uh slipknot had beefs with corn back in the day because uh their drummer uh david david uh did that calvin klein ad oh, or whatever yeah. for jeans or whatever and they were like ripping up his magazine or his ad on stage and but then like corn and and slipknot are like really good friends now same thing with limp biscuit they they used to talk shit on limp biscuit all the time except for uh wes but now uh limp biscuit is opening the like or uh, not opening uh closing down the side stage on not fest uh mm-hmm. festival appearances yeah. so it's like i think just given enough time people just kind of like evolve over time hopefully and yeah grow up a little yeah. bit and then just be like look we're all here just you know for the kids and put on a good show so no you're 100 percent right and it, it totally is like a growing up thing i think it's funny looking at it now like having grown up quite a bit myself i guess when you get to you know the older you get you have that more like perspective mm-hmm. it's like oh you know like slipknot and like corn and all this stuff or you know limp biscuit and fred all these guys you know arguing with each other and stuff it's like they're like in their late 20s like early 30s just being fucking dipshits do you know what i mean like me and mitch say dumb shit to each other all the time i can't imagine if we did that during an interview and somebody like you know what i mean like especially if you're on drugs too like they're all on drugs at this time so it's like they won't shut up anyways yeah (laughs) it's it's just really funny to think about it's like yeah a lot of this stuff became a big deal but i'm sure to them it was just like fucking around you're just saying dumb shit 
Yeah, I mean it's it's going to keep you in the headlines, you know, keep your band popular mm-hmm. and and selling albums and stuff. So it's, I, yeah, you know, totally I kind of get an easy it, but, way yeah. to yeah keep yourself relevant. Well, yeah, people do some dumb like, shit. Yeah, you shock mm-hmm. people and you get you stay in the conversation. So like, yeah. and that's like how people make money now is like if people are talking about you, you're making money online. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that's why I like kind of understand why a lot of these like shock rappers and just people in general do that shit because it's like it's how they're paying their bills. Yeah, I think, there's better ways to do it, but I think Fred's like the best example of that. Like, I think he was 100% aware of like what oh, he yeah. was doing and how he was perceived. Uh, yeah. but also, you know, he was like sober at the time. I mean, like, he didn't, he didn't like do drugs or anything. Um, wild. Uh, Are you telling so, me yeah, he was straight at XX biscuit XX? <laughs> I don't know if he was like straight edge. He's he smokes weed now, I know. Um, but there's like that one line in uh, one of the songs where it's like, I don't even smoke, but I love the way it smells. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but Mitch, what uh, song is that? Come on, you know, you got it, the insight. I can't remember that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, He's a toast of female. Sorry to like drop the ball on that one. That's on Chocolate Starfish. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. That's on the best. Oh, that's yeah. on, uh, uh, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> I, did, I can't remember. I know I saw this. I don't know if it was on the HBO documentary or if it was on just a different documentary and they touched on this, but DMX's performance. Does anyone yeah. remember that? No. Yeah. Like, what was that? He was he was singing um my N-word, like his song yeah. My N-word. And what is like, that? What is that, Mitch? What is that? Don't. <laughs> what is it? I can't, I'm sorry, I'm having some static come over the, the airwaves here. What was it? My ninja. Uh, anyways, oh, like a yeah. Kawasaki, <laughs> yeah. he had, had three hundred thousand people singing that back to him, and like, like white kids. Ninety nine oh, yeah. of them are white. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, like um, this was really the worst timeline. I, you know, when I was watching the the train wreck documentary, I thought I saw a brown person in the crowd. It turned out it was just my reflection off the TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was gonna say it was um, one of the after one of the urinals had exploded. That was just people trying to escape. <laughs> Like Jesus. fucking muck ghouls. <laughs> well, uh, which was the one that had uh, Ananda Lewis in it? Was that the Netflix one? I that think? was the train wreck one. Oh my god! Okay. Yeah, she, uh, I've always been a big fan of hers. Um, yes, uh, loved her back in the day, and uh, so, still love her now. Apparently, mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a very, uh, very Send, sending kisses woman. if she's listening. Uh, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, she definitely is. Me. Definitely, she's been. Yeah. I texted um, her earlier today. I was like, "Hey, girl." But she no, did stick them. up. She was sticking up for Fred. Um, a lot of the artists yeah. were sticking up for. Fred. I think the only artist that didn't that was like slamming him was between the two documentaries that I can remember was Moby. Moby. Yeah, Moby. I know it says sure. here like and also this is the internet, so I'm sure not all of it is true. But uh, apparently, Jonathan Davis was even condemning him at the time, but then he later took it back. Yeah. Yeah. He was saying Thank something you. like, uh, "Fred could have said something to like calm them down people. or whatever." Yeah, but but. Again, it was happening before and after. Yeah. Like, like why, why, why is it on his shoulders? Why isn't it on fucking Alanis Morissette's shoulders? Like, yeah, I mean, it's not like Fred Durst was Travis Scott. You know, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't that no, buck like, wild? Yeah, exactly. And like, that's the thing too. Is even in like Fred has spoken about that in interviews, saying like when you're performing like that, he's like, I just saw a sea of people. I didn't see bad shit mm-hmm. happening. You just see people's bodies moving, and he's like yeah. caught up in performing. And it's yeah. like, and listen to their music. What do you think? Like, he's not going to come out and fucking start singing the doors. Yeah. yeah I, and, and that's another good point is like, you have security there for that reason, right? They're supposed to be watching the oh. crowd. But oh, as the documentary thing. details, yeah. security wasn't security. It was just like some college kids they found or whatever. And they were mostly like fucking off, it seems like. or They were giving uh, their shirts away. 
Yeah, telling the them for I don't bucks blame because any of them. <laughs> yeah. So it just seemed like such a wildly unorganized, massive event yeah. that yeah. the organizers uh, did not understand um, what was going on. And it may be back in '69, uh, the original Woodstock. Things were clearly different, right? Different types of bands were playing, and a different crowd attended. Uh, but they weren't they weren't ready for <laughs> for all the pent up angst that we were not dealing with uh in 1999 for sure so that was well okay so that that is one thing i I also wanted to bring up so they i think they brought it up a little bit in the beginning of the hbo documentary but i i like looked it up on my own um so so most people's perception of like the 69 woodstock comes from the documentary um which is like a very like hey it's all peace and love and it was all you know kind of like a glossy showing of this Yes, but so the uh, the HBO documentary did mention like there were a lot of like bad things like people uh, somebody died um you know there were sexual assaults there were like riots like little but I, yeah. I looked it up and there were like a lot of sex sexual assaults that um uh, that never that that were, were like reported. reported but never like no one ever did anything one one person did get us arrested for sexual assault but there were like a lot of other ones that report and didn't go anywhere police didn't didn't you know probably couldn't find out who it was because Mm -hmm. a lot of people were heavily inebriated and it's like a sea of people uh so if it's like a random thing you know how do you find out who it is but but the 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 point is like that stuff was happening back in back in 1969 too obviously not to the same extent that it happened in 99 but i think people like I feel like that was like a, a theme that I saw in both of them where like, this isn't the 1969 one, but like there was like bad shit happening back then too. It's just that it yeah. all kind of got like right. glossed over because mm-hmm. of that documentary. Um, it's, yeah. Like grateful dead just didn't have that ability to to open up the pit the same way. That's the thing is like, it is just one of those things that music evolved and became more angry and the energy was higher. So it's like, it makes sense that, people would get like i know if you if you put me in a room and i'm fucked up and i'm listening to the cranberries as opposed to limp biscuit i'm gonna be mm-hmm. a very different mitch mm-hmm. in one of these yeah <laughs> um and i prefer I, the one with limp biscuit of course <laughs> i just want to mention going back to like what what um fred could have possibly said to this crowd to try and like quell them and there really is no way unless he was like listen everybody like water's on me it's not thirty dollars right you know what i mean like we're gonna sort out everything that's going on right now i he would have had to have like a braveheart level speech that somehow (laughs) figured out financially (laughs) and viably to figure like he would like put it together with the crowd yeah and that and that's just yeah and you're entirely right but like as we all obviously know that's not his fucking job exactly impossible and you look at this this quote from noodles from the offspring he said um i forget his name is noodles every time yeah and and do you remember that he was the janitor at their high school (laughs) what yeah that's how he joined the band Uh he was the janitor i love that his name is noodles but like i I don't know about you guys but like i don't recall like everybody remembers like flea and shit yeah nobody remembers fucking noodles flea is a respectable name we can all agree but noodles that's a little bit silly you know yeah and he yeah and he's got he's a goofy looking guy too like he's yeah very he's very much him uh Mm -hmm. but his quote was you know there was a festival or there was a festival ground in germany that was literally built by hitler and we played there a bunch of times great venue bunch of fun 
the air ba- the, that air base was less hospital than a place built by Nazis. And he's talking about like the Woodstock grounds. Damn. So like there was Jesus. just no there was no support from like it's just clearly the vent the people who are running the show, obviously. That are yeah, they're, and they're to blame. Even if if Fred did say, Hey, water's on me, go ahead and like go grab you some, it seems like the supplies were running out rapidly. Yeah, and that's why they got priced it was way an impossible up. scenario. Yeah, and that's why they were all drinking the E. coli water. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was disgusting when they showed. And I, I'm sure it was just like footage they had of like a a specimen like growing mold in a tray. But even still, the idea of like putting that in your body is just so fucking disgusting. And then also oh. the like runoff from the like porta potties that was making like mud. But some people just, didn't dude, know they just thought it was mud. But it's just oh yeah, my yeah. god. Many many yeah. attendees began jumping into the mud pits and water trough water troughs to stay cool in the heat, unaware of the contamination. This led to many cases of trench mouth and trench foot that's so mm. fucking gross they're getting yeah. world war ii diseases because they had to act like pigs to try <laughs> like, and yeah. stay warm at a like, festival uh, that they i won't yes i won't go to a public swimming pool because you know that like kids are yeah. pissing in that shit every day and then now imagine jumping into you're literally sliding that that green day video when i come around when they're sliding through all the mud that's mm-hmm. taking on a whole new meaning for me now <laughs> just sliding through poop Oh my God! Yeah, and the, the, uh, those two yeah, main guys, those two main promoters, uh, they're the biggest dipshits in yeah. in in both documentaries. Brent, you should watch the HBO one too because mm-hmm. it, it's like just more more bullshit. Like it just makes you more convinced that they are the ones to blame and not the fucking artists. Like yeah, under any and no accountability. Do not take no. any accountability. For that this was bullshit. Yeah, they're like, let's do a fiftieth. It's like fuck you guys. It's so, yeah. yeah, it's so funny watching them talk because they legitimately think that they're making good points, but they're just burying themselves more. Like yeah. they're just yeah. like, do you hear what's coming out? Like repeat that again a couple times. You fucking. This is when you <laughs> you think you're not the villain in this story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It was it was wild to see those press conferences they would have like on Saturday and then another one on Sunday. And they were just like, yeah, everything's going fine. Like, you know, probably just a few bad apples. And then you hear about like the number of sexual assaults and all this shit yeah. that was going down. And then you have all this footage of of people like journalists on the ground in the train wreck uh, documentary. It has that one guy he like got in the pit for I think maybe it was corn or it could have been Limp biscuit, But he was like there in the pit recording and it has like plays part of his audio file in there. And it was uh, kind of wild. But he was capturing a lot of stuff in the crowd, whereas you know, maybe some of that stuff wasn't shown on MTV or whatever the pay-per-view mm. thing was. Um, so, but it's even still, even with that video proof, and this says a lot about, especially the United States in our current year, where you can have all of the footage to back it up. It's just going to get uh, kind of plastered over with whatever narrative the concert organizers want to put out mm-hmm. there. So, yeah, that was yeah. exceedingly frustrating to uh, to see. Yeah. yeah. But would you guys go? Absolutely. I've uh, got 100%. tickets for the next one. <laughs> Can't wait. No, as soon as the time machine is ready, I'm going. That's first step. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about this. If I had the opportunity to go, especially after watching this documentary, would I? Fuck no. I don't yeah, like no. I don't like having yucky hands at all. I was on the hand hand sanitizer kick before COVID. So uh I, I don't want to be like fucking gross for long straight like for like 72 hours in a row no like yeah. watch the the footage from day one you know james brown opens the thing so not really like any pit action or whatever but then it ends with corn and then bush 
And then I'm sure there's like, you know, the the rave stage or whatever after that, where people are dancing around getting sweaty. But, you know, it's like a concert next day. People are like kind of asleep on the campgrounds, but like the uh, sea of trash they're they're laying in. It's like that uh, that trash island in the Pacific Ocean or whatever, <laughs> but on land. And then people like it shows one footage or footage of that one guy. He's like sleeping on an American flag, which is kind of funny. Uh, yeah. And then it just looks miserable. People are like lined up against that one barricade because it's like that little like uh, two, three foot window of shade. But even that is like barely any relief. It just seemed miserable for so long for such a continuous amount of time. I've just no fucking way. I don't care who is playing. I would not ever do that. Fuck no. No, yeah. I like don't. Even, I don't even like going to fucking shows that I like anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's been a bunch of times that even I oh I should have mentioned this. I guess I can mention it now. Um, like you, do you guys have over in your part like uh emo nights like where I guess like kids yeah. go or like kids but full grown adults go to bars and they just have a DJ playing emo. They I went uh-huh. to a new metal night and there's another one coming. Oh hell um, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. It, it was it sucked. Like it was just like, <laughs> but the thing, like I had fun because I was with my my buds, but like mm-hmm. uh we pretty much we get into the venue and it's just a guy playing it's it's like he's playing off his iPod and just all yeah. the lights are off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh my oh my god, where there's some smells in that building. I'm sure. I, I'm I sure. just have to ask because I, I would be the the annoying guy there who's like, Are you gonna play any deep cuts? Because I don't want to fucking hear <laughs> down with the sickness. Yes, no, they I know, know. like last like, resort fuck off. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. if you're gonna do a new metal night, throw some shit on that, like you cultivate. Know, yeah, they look, cover pretty. Look, they if you're gonna have, all. if you're going to purport to say that you're gonna have a new metal night and you don't work in some early sugar ray, guys, I don't know what to fucking tell you. Mm-hmm. It's no, not exactly. a new metal night. Mm-hmm. If you're not working in, is, uh, fucking engine number nine machine. by Deftones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you are not working in the tuba <laughs> song from System Over Down, you might not be at New Metal Night. No, I've yeah, been so listening the... to Zebrahead all weekend. Zebrahead, oh, yeah, yeah. That's you a, mentioned that on uh, your episode whenever we yeah. uh, we came on there. Yeah, Zebrahead, yeah, all timers. I, I guess I'm in a I'm in the Zebrahead extended timeline. You're in the Zebra zone. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a uh, there's a, a festival called Rocklahoma that they have uh, in uh, o- Oklahoma. Um, and if I, it was anywhere else, that'd be terrible. Then mm-hmm. I mean, exactly. it's a good good place for them to be. It's in Wisconsin. Yeah, all the cheeseheads show up. <laughs> yeah. It's fucked up. And like, there's like some bands I would really like to see, but like I cannot bring myself to like do that because it's in the it's. I actually think it's like next weekend. Yeah. Oh, like, man. Next week. So it's gonna be fucking okay. hot. Okay, who's okay, who's gonna who would you want to see there? So Pantera. uh Limp Biscuit is gonna be there. Um right. uh I, I wouldn't mind seeing Bush, um, Guar, um POD, uh, probably Wait, of a dead man. Uh, Did man. You? Tara? Oh come <laughs> on, like POD puts on a couple they start playing boom Filter. you'd fucking be there boom is a is a, a <laughs> slam dance waiting to happen you got to give exactly. them credit for that yeah 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 Corey taylor uh just by himself code orange um, code orange i like so yeah, like there's but... some there's some bands i like i, like, okay. I would like to i would like to go check it out wait like, like to rock we, out absolutely we... fucking not i'm not gonna go in the on. middle of heat where there. I'm, I'm sure there'll be better like facilities than there were at uh woodstock but uh i just it, it just does not sound like appealing like if i could just go and like watch those bands and leave yeah but like if you've ever been to a festival parking is a nightmare finding a 
a place to like sleep is a nightmare. Sleeping mm-hmm. is a nightmare. Um, I already have a hard enough time sleeping as it is. Like I, I can't imagine that I'd be able to fall asleep like surrounded by rednecks and yeah i mean that's that's the problem is like the other concert goers it's not going to be like just a, a bunch yeah. of me and ross's out there right it's yeah, going to be like yeah. a bunch of hillbilly bow hunks out there oh, screaming yeah. for fred triscuit to come out and play nookie What's you know a it's hunk a bow hunk you know yeah you know a bow hunk sounds hot i mean <laughs> the, the first like real festival i went to like yeah it's it's all fun and games until the last day and you gotta leave Mm-hmm. it's like you're just drained after all of that and like um it like i i bought tickets for it was called pemberton it's actually out in bc here but i was still in saskatoon mm-hmm. and um it was like in the middle of the mountains and it was like one of the most beautiful locations you could possibly have for for a, a festival long story short after that they destroyed the grounds like the concert goers just destroyed the place so poorly that they're never going to have it again yeah um, it was really upsetting to see but i was watching at the time i really liked j cole and j cole was performing and it was Hell like yeah. he just started he like came out and within a within seconds i was covered in jock blood um, oh my god there was a guy standing in front of me and just I, I all i saw was his head spin around his teeth flew out and blood spattered all over me and it was a guy who had his frat house tattooed on his arm oh my god punching him and i was just like well this killed my mushroom buzz yeah. yeah yeah man don't sigma ever pledge to sigma sigma sigma, sigma. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucked up no it was like literally I, I bought the tickets for that show that that festival before i even saw the lineup and i was like i think i liked one band on the entire bill and it was mastodon and oh, Mastodon yeah. was like the only band on the bill I it was like mastodon. this was like when the chain smokers first came out so it was just like all chain smokers bullshit oh wow Mitch uh, witnessed a like a university uh, gang war. That's all mm-hmm. he saw there. That was a, yeah, a turmoil. <laughs> yeah. I felt like I was in Neighbors too. <laughs> something, something like that. I saw a guy get murdered at a uh, at a at a like, college frat party when I went to college. Whoa. What really? Wow, I just dropped that. This is very That's serious. That's a major yeah. one up. Um, yeah. It's on True Criminals. Did you mention this? <laughs> Holy uh, shit. I don't know if I mentioned it on that one or not. Damn. Um, it was so I was like 18 or 19 and went to like a college frat party and um, there was like you know tons of people there. Well apparently like a like a homeless guy had come in uh to the house somehow. Well, I mean there was just a billion people so probably didn't even notice but apparently went into somebody's bedroom and like fell asleep on the bed and some of the frat guys like went back there and were like who's in my like get the fuck out. Or trying to like throw them out, and I'm like in the living room, and I have like a straight shot down the hallway, but there's like you know tons of people. All of a sudden, I just start I hear like screaming, and I see blood flying up into the air, like onto the Jesus. walls. And the homeless guy uh, started like stabbing uh, one of the. He ended up, ended up killing the guy. Uh, then like all the frat guys jumped in and like beat the homeless guy almost to death. Uh, they Thank didn't God. kill him though, but the guy that got stabbed died a little bit later on. Holy uh, shit. That's yeah, it's pretty, pretty that's wild. Fucking wild. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, why I don't go to parties anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, fucked it, up. Yeah, it was weird. Um, <laughs> I we just, just sucked the life out of the room. Here. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> 
no that, that's uh, but, uh, that's, crazy. that's why i don't bring it up very often i guess i probably should see yeah, that's, no, here, that's hey. the uh here let's let's bring some levity to the situation uh that's the only time where you're cheering for the jocks to beat the shit out of a homeless guy yeah yeah exactly. well yeah yeah in that case yes <laughs> yeah. yeah one of the only times yeah i will say right. this is kind of little off topic but still on topic uh one of the last shows i ever played with my band was with uh it was for Hogfest, which was a a biker rally in alvina <laughs> saskatchewan where where uh we filmed the druid's hand so it was just yeah. all bikers and like if i guaranteed a ton of them were hell's angels uh-huh. um but i was like oh it's a biker show uh, you better believe we're opening with roland um, but the funniest part, yeah, that got everyone all fired up and it was like an outdoor show. So it was pretty like it was super fun. But we had like a brand new song. We were so excited to show everyone. And then but I took a Fred Durst route and was getting all the bikers riled up. It's like I was the front man. And I was That's like, awesome. let's hear those fucking burnouts. <laughs> they, started, <laughs> they started doing burnouts. And I have videos of it still where they completely drown out the sound of our band. <laughs> like, you can't hear us at all. And I have a video of me just like covered in smoke. And I was like, we didn't have a smoke machine for this show, guys. <laughs> That's so, so yeah. funny. It was just all bikers doing wheelies and like just peeling out. It was it was hilarious. See, oh, you were the guys, guys cranking those hogs. <laughs> you literally you asked, you're like, hey guys, can you can you you know give me some smoke over here? And they're like, let's oblige to that. Yes. Yeah, there's it's the polite <laughs> yeah. thing to do. Mitch, yeah, you were the vocalist nice. in your band? Yes, I was. Did you play any instruments? Uh not in that band. In other bands I played guitar and bass, but but that was my metal band. I was just a vocalist. I see. Boosie, did you ever play any any music? No. Nope. No, zero talent over here. You got oh. lots of talent. That's how we met each other, though, but like at shows. I yeah, I used to harass Mitch because I'd want CDs. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, "Where's your CDs? Like, we don't have any yet." And then years later, when we were actually friends, and I already had a CD, he would throw out like hundreds of copies because he didn't <laughs> want them. Any. He, it was literally like so funny. Yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah. That was our, our last show. We opened for Protest the Hero and it was like the most people we've ever played in front of. And I was like, I'm tired of having these CDs in my parents' yeah. basement. Mm-hmm. So it was like, who wants a CD? You get a CD. You get a CD. Yeah. <laughs> the best part. Yeah, it wasn't like a CD release show where he's like, yeah, I've already have one of these. This is going to be great. He was literally, it was like begrudging, like get, digging into this <laughs> box of CDs. Like, yeah. Please get rid of this shit. Yeah. <laughs> my dad was there he was so stoked to see me just getting rid of him yeah i'm sure yeah <laughs> holy shit uh so uh there was the the one security guard in the train wreck documentary that said you can't blame limp biscuit for being limp biscuit that's like blaming a bear for being a bear which is like one of my favorite quotes yeah. i've ever heard in my life like i don't know if we can scrape something off of one of the presidential monuments here in the united states and put that up instead but i feel like Abraham Lincoln could sit over that quote pretty comfortably, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Pre hole in the head or post? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we're going to put that quote on there, let's go full mud vein, right? And, and uh, put that bullet right between the eyes. Oh. Hey, have you guys seen like uh, like 2023 when they show like Chad Gray doing all his, his makeup and stuff for yeah. Mudvayne? It's uh-huh. like, especially like after the show when he, he's all like droopy and a little bit's on there still is like what my sleep paralysis demon looks like. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's also like a little out of shape too. So it's just like... <laughs> I, fell yeah. down a, I fell down a rabbit hole recently on YouTube of like insane clown posse interviews. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah how'd was... that start? How did that start? 
I don't even want to open that. <laughs> like, no, no, like if it was like I'm listening to Insane Clown Posse, it's okay. You were like watching a video or something. Oh, but I it's know. Like it, you're in interviews. I know. I know what happened. I know what happened. Mitch rewatched Joker, and he was like, "I yep. need some more clown stuff in my life." So <laughs> immediately to YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. It was that. No, it was because I was I was doing a deep dive on the life of Franz. Do you guys know about Franz? Oh, the uh, the singer from uh, Attila. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just a little bit, but enough to know. Like, I'm gonna keep my distance on this fella. I don't. I don't, I don't <laughs> Did he ever too. like mature? Like, is he? Has he grown out of it? Still I, a dipshit. I will say, I'm pro Franz now. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, he's, and I, he's very smart, and he's very yeah. financially smart as well. Yeah, okay. he's another guy, though. It's like it's you know the same him Ronnie Radke like all like Ronnie Radke is like in my opinion the worst out of all of them, but he's also probably the most talented. Unfortunately. Mm uh but like yeah they're just they're trolls and they know that that keeps them paid yeah they, like, they have a like personality they're like the next evolution of fred durst i feel 100 like, percent. yeah mm-hmm. yeah like fred that's durst would have been from. having an only fans doing porn if anyone <laughs> <would> fuck him. <laughs> right one of my favorite things about and i'm not one of my favorite you guys talk about it on the last episode which was fantastic by the way it was the lord oh, of the you. rings of limp biscuit episodes just three fucking hours long <laughs> yeah but um fred durst like one of my favorite things about the further you go down the limp biscuit albums you're just like man this guy's just constantly trying to prove that he's not gay by talking about how much he likes having <laughs> sex like it's always like yes fred we get it you've had sex before uh-huh. <laughs> yeah except for all in the family where he uh yeah. well we don't talk about all in aggressively the tries to fuck jonathan davis <laughs> oh, i'm fuck, glad fuck that everybody you. in that regrets that I'm, it's, hey, it's I, so good i love that, that song yeah 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 like the, i remember the first time i heard it just listening to like the whole album and then that comes on you're like what yeah i i loved it because it was like it was building lore for all of my favorite musicians it was like oh they really hate each other and then you get older like wait they wouldn't be in the same room recording exactly actually no they were yeah kind of doing like an avengers collaboration if any (laughs) yeah assembling a team the all in the family team one of the best parts is like it's super homophobic and normally um i love that shit of course yeah i i don't like uh homophobic stuff uh, so you know, initially you're like, oh man, this is like uh, kind of uncomfortable. But then I think it is completely redeemed at the end when they just start screaming that they want to like suck each other off and fuck each other. Like yeah, they want to <laughs> butt fuck each other. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, okay, okay. I, I love it's this. It's a story now. of of sorting your emotions and finding the root causes of them. Yes. Yes. And even if... Ross, you have my favorite quote, maybe of all time, where you're like, you feel like you're allowed to use the f word because you've been called it so much <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. i mean i love it so much but but it's like that this whole culture and you know jackass gets thrown into this as well it's like yeah man, th- those guys were like they were kind of breaking boundaries by you know always having their dicks out and their audience was like all these seemingly homophobic teenagers yeah and it's like they're forcing them to be like like they were laughing at it of course but like yeah i do think it you know push things in the right direction oh, like it actually dude, helps yeah absolutely. them and their uh, blink 182 i yes, definitely like f- moved forward the like dudes humping dudes movement yeah. yeah yeah like and and like butt smacks like 
you know <laughs> when when the boys get together i saw my girlfriend this the other day like when the boys get together and there's a lot of us there's a lot of like ass grabbing and it's all there's consensual that, oh, yeah. and my it's homies all smooch. good yeah it's all you gotta switch your homies. if you don't switch your homies i have like if, i have an embarrassing amount of pictures on my phone of my friends kissing each other <laughs> yeah you know and like maybe that's really is the root of all in the family yeah, yeah. So, there you go there you, you prepared go us for this yeah. If, if you have a gathering of same-sex friends and you guys aren't just for like at least eight minutes of your time together, aren't mm-hmm. standing nut to butt just for the yeah. hell of it, you know, not even lining up for a photo. Are you yeah. even doing friendship, right? If, you're, you know? yeah, yeah. if your tongues never touch, are you really friends? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. If you've never like eaten your best friend's salad, you know, it, like <laughs> ever eat your best friend's salad. Yeah. Are you? A... I'm not going to say it. But no, I yeah, just further shouting out that Limp Bizkit episode, man. That was so so good. Um, obviously, I love that oh, album. Thanks, I Hot Dog Chocolate Starfish is my favorite Limp Bizkit album. So like, we, I demand absolutely. Yeah, yeah you said that yeah. when we were on your show, and uh, I got to get the uh, the the recording process hammered out so we can play music over yeah. uh, Zoom or whatever uh, going forward. And then uh, yeah, and then we've got I think White Pony coming up at some point. So Boozy, we'd there love we to have you on for that one. Yeah. Um, if, if you would, can figure yeah, it out, I, I don't want to disrupt. Yeah, I don't want to disrupt the show if it like affects the way that because like that's part of the joy of listening to your guys' episodes is you being able to play the song and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you can figure it out, sweet. But no, I like that's another one of my favorite quotes. I wrote it down because I laughed so fucking hard when Ross was like, "It's no secret that Fred Durst isn't the best singer in the world," and Brent was like, "Yeah, just like top 10. Yeah. <laughs> I, forgot I said that and then, and dude I, so i was i was cr- i don't know why i was cranking it but i was cranking it in my car and i had my window fully down i was at a red oh, you light. know why you know why. Yeah, i was at a red light and it was right as ross started doing his gordon ramsay impression <laughs> there's like all these people walking by and coming from my car it's just like you call that a fucking <laughs> i can't remember what you're saying but you're Oh man, it was so you, fucking. You know what? I you made that. somebody's day. Like they were telling their friends about that. That they. I quickly was that. like, roll up the window. Roll up. It was like me and. Oh, I keep rolling, rolling, rolling <laughs> that window. The yeah. opening of Office Space when he's listening to that hardcore gangster. Right? <laughs> yeah, I just me. watched that last night. Not a that's, joke. I that's like my favorite comedy ever. I fucking love like, that movie. I, it's so, so good. good. <laughs> yeah, was, Office Space w- w- wasn't aware of uh, new metal. It, it was yeah. not. It was not. No, oh it went uh, for uh, full hardcore hip hop for that soundtrack, but it worked. It worked That's, for that one. I'm I'm a little sad about that, honestly. Uh, so what do we think about uh, the van driving through the crowd during Fat Boy Slim <laughs> set at 1.55 in the morning? That was that was wild to see. I forgot all about that until I watched it on the documentary. I feel like that's usually you can tell um, when a vehicle enters a crowd is usually when like that's full on riot mode. Like that's yeah, kind of the seal to... of approval. Like <laughs> you, you don't have a full on riot till like vehicles are running through crowds. Yeah, yeah. But then you heard about what was happening inside the vehicle. That's the most fucked up thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah it's a gross time. Shame on you guys for yeah. condoning this behavior. I like how every time it's like, oh, this this thing happened at you know at Woodstock. Oh, and here's the reason why. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that was a. Uh, it was not good for sure. But uh, seeing uh, Fat Boy Slim uh, again, it 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 really does feel. I feel like I should be a lawyer for new metal, and uh, it's it's standing <laughs> in in media because. Water. 
Oh, <laughs> <What do> you, <laughs> like I, I understand the Your Honor, it thing. was a different time. <laughs> yeah, Honor, a different time. Different. We're all wearing backwards baseball caps. The color of yeah. red, of course, you know, the color of yours right now, Your Honor. Uh, yours says yeah. MAGA across it, though. A little bit different, a little bit different. Yeah. Um, but there was so much like bad shit consistently happening from like, you know, Biscuit forward for sure. Uh, but you know, Biscuit is uh, is the one that's evidently the the uh, ground zero for all of the the shit that went down. But yeah, seeing the the van drive through the crowd was was wild, and then uh, they had to like stop the 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 show just to have the crowd calm down enough to be able to like back it back out of there. You know, that was fucking insane. And yeah, like you know, the inside of that that van, I like coming across that. There's that one security guard guy that. Uh, he ran in there and that had to be a fucking nightmare. I don't know how you would get that like image out of your brain. That would, that, that would like definitely fuck you up. No, I, uh, unfortunately I, this is one of those times where I'd say we need a, we need a new plague, but unfortunately oh. we just proved that even <laughs> if we get a new plague, the cockroach idiots are, will be the ones who survive. Yeah, um, that's true. So we, we need a different plan. A different one. Yeah. But no, it's like, I don't know if you guys looked at like the full lineup of the show. Like, it's so weird, man. Like seeing Willie Nelson was like he, opening the third day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's opening and then Everlast, El Elvis Costello, Jewel, Creed. Creed. <laughs> Look, I know wow. we clown on Creed, but what if that song is a fucking banger? I don't care what you say. I will 100%, I will 100% travel to see Creed. I just don't think I can do the Creed cruise because I do think I would be murdered. <laughs> um, it's like there's no way like if too much of a troll like and there'll be like real mega creed fans there mm -hmm. yeah and three doors down like i can't, can't wear a 311 that. shirt when you go <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, have you seen that video yeah. no security video no. you know about you know about that right that uh 311 beat the shit out of uh scott stop and a, oh no! I forgot about that. Yeah. I know about the Scott Stapp uh, Kid Rock sex tape, but I don't know about <laughs> this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Um, so uh, I guess they were they weren't playing like the same show, but they were staying in the same hotel. And uh, I guess Scott Stapp was like down in the hotel bar and was like shit house. And the three eleven guys come down, and uh, like Scott Stapp like starts like talking shit and trying to like start shit with them, and they they're trying to like calm it down and then i guess he takes a swing at one of them and they all like jump in and just beat the shit out of scott stapp um mm -hmm. but there's like there's like footage of it uh like security footage of it and uh, <laughs> world star i'm looking <laughs> it up right now that like so this would have been a while ago though hey because like scott stapp do you remember like there was a time it was like 10 years ago where he was like going live on facebook and being like i'm homeless the government's after me like he was gone yeah he's in the hotel room yeah yeah. yeah, he's he was completely gone. He was like he's completely broke. Um, but now, like you know, I genuinely like I don't wish harm upon him. Like it's mm -hmm. it's good to see that he's healthy again, and that's why the band is back. But I was like, that was one of those times where it was like next level Bam Margera levels. Like it's only a matter of time till this guy's dead. Yeah, no, oh, Bam Margera's that's a... <laughs> that's a tough one. That's uh, rock bottom just keeps <laughs> yeah. changing over time for that guy. Yeah, um, Mitch, Christ. since you mentioned about uh, not really looking into because they don't look like talk about the full lineup. So actually looking into some of the other artists who played, I would have fucking went nuts to be there on Sunday. I like fucking Creed was there. Um, 
also goddamn our lady peace are you guys aware of our lady holy peace? shit yes oh, i used yeah. to have that really? that first album the, yeah. the one with the trapeze guy on Superman. it yeah. um fucking i didn't mega death was there and let me say fucking oh. seven dust i would have killed the scene oh. 1999 seven dust that was prime time seven dust era yeah, too. i saw them and, in the early 2000s and they put on a killer show I saw them in 2015 or 16 and they're one of the best live bands. Like they just sound fucking incredible. And yeah, yeah. it's like they get the crowd going. Um, also yeah. Muse low key played this like Muse? kind of wild. Yeah. That's kind I didn't of a know they wild were like lineup. around at that time. Yeah. And neither did I. Um, also Godsmack. Yeah. God. <laughs> yeah for the first time I saw Godsmack, they did blow me away. I granted I was in grade eight. Like I was a child, I was like <laughs> fucking 12, 13 years old at that point. But they opened for Metallica and the Madly in Anger with the World Tour. It was the same Anger Tour. <laughs> I got to see that Lars Ulrich spit on me. It was awesome. Yes. I was like, yeah. yes. Um, but no, like I just remember Godsmack was like, they just put on a really good show. But yeah, I, mm -hmm. you wouldn't catch me dead listening to a Godsmack song. Uh, Only the Tramp Stamp. I, I keep my Godsmack. <laughs> The Business editor up front got smack in the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the editor of uh, the Druid's Hand actually he put up a GoFundMe trying to pay off his student loans from film uh -huh. school, and so that if people pay enough, like he'll get a Godsmack tramp stamp. <laughs> <laughs> and he put it on Twitter, and they liked it, but they didn't retweet it. And I was like, man, if they would have retweeted uh, it, oh, it would have been done over. deal. Yeah, is it like yeah. the sun with like the little yeah. things coming out? Of okay, yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, the oh, tribal yeah. sun. Oh, boy holy yeah. shit yeah there's nothing you know that's a hard one to even cover up later in life to see. No. Mm -hmm. yeah in my Damn. world this means peace <laughs> <laughs> i actually have a uh i actually have a uh not a joke i have a tribal tramp stamp um he does yeah. i've seen it I yeah i thought it would be really funny when i was like 17 um i mean I it I'm... is but not for you <laughs> right that's the problem is like i can't like I, I can't like pop my shirt off in public and be like hey this is ironic guys uh, don't you no think one's gonna believe me uh all my the butterflies mean my journey guys relax <laughs> i'm metamorphosing from being I, yeah. a young dumb person to beautiful butterfly it's a koi fish swimming upstream <laughs> that is can, that is can so we see it funny. by the way like yeah you... i really want to see it yeah we need to <laughs> here we go this. here we go andy's revealing no way there we go real. there we you go didn't just draw okay you didn't just draw that on like this isn't a joke it's between been you on two. there no he got this up like 17 yeah he, so he had a fake id that. and I, I got it done yeah yeah you got that is in that high school tattoo? yeah i was in high school is no, no, I've got, I've got, I've got several other tattoos. But uh, <laughs> I was like, that would be even no. funnier if it was your only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you can get like tattoos covered up, right? You know, I know, I. But it hurts. <laughs> what I are you need... gonna say? I kind of like it. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, I do think it's still. I, I still think it's funny. Um, for me, but like, it, right. it, it is also embarrassing. Although at this point, I kind of like just don't even give a shit. Yeah, I you don't think about it. Yeah. Right. Years. You're like, I don't have to see it. Who cares? It's on right. my back. Yeah. Um, Should I get yeah, the I... same one? Should we get matching yes. tramp stamps? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 20 years later. <laughs> That's true friendship, honestly. Yeah. Like, That's right. <laughs> one of my best friends, he has uh, he has this his first tattoo he got when he was like 16 years old was the Slipknot S. And it's uh -huh. on the back of his neck. 
Oh, and no. I'm like, I still think it's cool because it's Slipknot. But he's like, uh-huh. the amount of people he's like, everyone's like, what's this tribal tattoo you have? And oh, like, yeah. It really? was the fir- one of the first things I noticed. That's like how we became friends. We were at a party. I was like, hey, that's a Slipknot tattoo. And yeah. he was and it was Halloween and he was dressed like Jonathan Davis. And so it was like, we're gonna be, <laughs> did we just become best friends? <laughs> now I live with him. Oh, there, there you go. <laughs> that's cool. Damn. That's crazy. Is it like a big? Because like uh, some of those those logos get like huge. You can just see like if he has a shirt on, you just see the top of the S. Okay. Okay. But like if oh, you're a real Slipknot fan, like I know we all are. Yeah. I fucking you can recognize you're a true nodder. Yeah, I can yeah. see that shit. I'm a true maggot. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I love when they call their fans maggots. <laughs> uh let's see here. Um, so yeah, Willie Nelson opens day three. Uh Jewel plays later that day and she like gets the fuck out of there like immediately after she's done playing because shit's getting hostile. Um, you know, going back to day one, Cheryl Crow, whenever she's playing, uh people are like throwing stuff and then also yelling at her to take her top off. So uh not a great place for female performers to perform in general, let alone be part of the crowd. Uh it's just like an overall feeling of hostility toward yeah. women. Not to, not to mention that like uh, I could be wrong but it, isn't Jules like some of her favorite or some of her most popular songs about her being sexually abused? Like I'm oh, pretty sure know. that was like a thing. I could be wrong but that it could be one of those things like you know when you hear on a playground like did you hear about Marilyn Manson removing his ribs to suck his own dick? <laughs> right. did, the you best hear, story did you hear about time. Jewel? Did you hear about the contents of her music? <laughs> <laughs> but it's like yeah, that's that was really hard to watch because, like, regardless of your opinions on Jewel, like, you don't wish that upon anyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, I uh, fucked with some Jewel when I was younger. Oh, Jewel's great. I think we all did. Yeah, yeah. She never did anything Who wrong. Like with us? Jewel, come on. Yeah, that's yeah. completely inoffensive, fine music. Oh, and the same with Cheryl Crow. Uh, she was like calling people out too because, like, she was just being harassed the entire time that she played. Yeah. I did think that there there was a Jonathan Davis uh, was talking about you know like the women getting groped in the in the uh, mosh pit and or in crowd surfing and stuff, um, and he said, you know people need to like stand up and call. It. He's like I, I'll do that. I'll call if I see some girl getting blah, 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 I'll call that shit and be like hey beat that motherfucker up or whatever. Um, but then when you watch like corn set, he never calls anybody out the entire time, mm-hmm. like, even though right. he says like yeah I'll it's call like them that. out, but he. Did. maybe just, he yeah. had he was on that same he had that like that you know ocean you know the the wave kind of well, thing where he like famously, yeah, it's a he, blur he fainted mm-hmm. after the after the right. show like he he passed out from heat exhaustion yeah. and um <laughs> yeah. yeah like i can only imagine like when you're play, like i like i know those guys are true rock stars and everything but like i it didn't matter how long i played music and no matter how big the crowds were i always got nervous um just performing in front of anyone so like i often wouldn't even look at the crowd so and yeah. watching corn set you can see that he's like he's never really he's always focused in his right. own sure. um yeah. and you but know when you're on stage on the family that... coat on yeah the big hat you know, <laughs> <laughs> borrowed yeah. it from jamiroquai but even <laughs> another thing that neither of the documentaries include is limp biscuit telling everyone like you know pick someone up if they fall down pick them up whatever it's like, right yeah, yeah. That, that wasn't in the documentary good, good pit etiquette right there yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. We're all there to have a good time. You know, when I fall down, literally me, Brent Hibbard, when I fall down, please pick me up. I'm a sensitive boy. (laughs) It's a 50-50 chance he's got a concussion. (laughs) I I know that's like such a small thing, but I always appreciate when bands do that. You know, that yeah, that's kind of their like uh, disclaimer before they start playing is like, hey, you know, we're loud, we're mean, whatever, but we're here to have fun. Don't 
literally kill each other. Yeah, like sometimes I'll I'll go on YouTube and uh, I'll watch videos of bands stopping uh, in the middle of a song to help mm-hmm. like, audience members or whatever. And it's just like, yeah, I mean, that's what you're supposed to do as a performer, right? Like you're supposed to keep your people who paid money to come see you yeah. uh, as safe as you can. That's your end of the responsibility. And then you've got security in the venue that has to pick up the like actual slack or whatever. But, you know, just like chilling out the mosh pit for a minute so people can get through there is uh, is important. Um so on day three, the officials invite the concert goers back three hours before the festival is over. And like, like what could go wrong from here, you know? And then uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers hop up there and uh, start playing their music. Start playing their that's, music. Yeah, yeah. That's what goes wrong. <laughs> Please just hang and dong. Yep. Uh, that that was surprising to see, you know? Uh, and then uh, the, the candles not- get passed out. And it seems like with all of the like uh, tumult leading up to this, they could have been like, should we pass out these candles? Like, well, we paid, you know, 14 cents a piece for them. We're not going to not pass them out. You know, we, there are only yeah. so many put them in our we van. Can go like, to. what are we going to do with these? <laughs> <Yeah>. exactly. <laughs> Talk about one of the dumbest possible fucking I had, <laughs> Like when I heard that, my jaw dropped. Like I didn't, I never considered where the, the fire started. I just thought somebody had a liar or lighter and they just started yeah, firing. Like, with, with, Crowd yeah. ingenuity. Yeah. But the fact that they passed out candles and lit them and like they provided that, guys, what are we fucking like? My jaw dropped. I was so yeah. shocked that that's where that came from. Yeah. It feels yeah. like children, like, uh, you know, greenlit all these decisions, you know, yeah. like when they, they do the skit of like boss baby or something. You're like, what do you think? <laughs> you know, monkey president. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> That's totally what it's like. And then there's that one fucking dipshit who he's one of like the original uh, Michael Lang is the original Woodstock dude. Mm. And uh, he was the one being like, yeah, we're bringing it back like Woodstock 50 or whatever. And now it's like obviously not happening. Thank right. God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But he's like, yeah, there'll, there'll be uh, there'll be plenty of uh, th- th- uh, things in place to uh, 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 ma- ma- make sure that n- nothing bad happens. Like, yeah. All right. He's, he's dead now. So <laughs> oh, is he actually? Yeah. Yeah. No yeah, more Woodstock he'd... for that guy. Mm, yeah, exactly. He, the guy that was last like, one. He looks like Dean Ween uh, from from Ween. You guys listen to Ween? Oh yeah, lo- long time ago. I I haven't listened to Ween in a long time, but I know you mentioned that on last episode too. I'm not a I'm, I'm not, not a a Weener. You're not a Weener. Other, <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that uh, the Michael guy reminded me. He looks a lot like Dean Ween, but uh... yeah. Yeah, he uh, like in the Trainwreck documentary, I think it said that he died like three months after they filmed his his yeah. portions of it. Oh, so, right. yeah, 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 he, he got out of there seven, like he, he the really eccentric one of the group. There was one of them that was like more eccentric than the other ones. Uh, he, he was seemed the, like he would have been the one who like was like yeah. dressing up more than the other ones. Like one really put on a show. Yeah, like the curl, like the longer curly yeah. hair and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that time, yeah. I want to find who's that. I want to find the name so I can call that piece of shit out. What was it? <laughs> uh, I think it's John Sher Sher, S C H E R. He was like the bald guy, the the shirt. Yeah, the he's guy. the shit. Yeah, that guy sucked. He mm-hmm. he was yeah truly he, a dick. He's listening to this. He sucks. <laughs> well, you know you are yeah i can't wait for the day that you guys eventually get a legend on the show like obviously i know fred durst will never do something like this because he just mm-hmm. doesn't do it with anyone um yeah like mm-hmm. he's never going in bill maher but... <laughs> yeah. i love uh bill maher's podcast you gotta get maybe spider one i'm telling you ori- like original that, listener we we have to uh, redeem ourselves so that that uh follow-up yeah. album is is on its way to us so 
Yeah, that's that's the redemption shot. So we'll we'll see how that goes. I want to try to get Wes. I know it's like a, a crazy long shot, but uh, I would love to get Wes on the show. Technically, I, at I the think... end of every episode, uh, people hear his <laughs> voice. So it's fine. He's already here. I, I think you could probably get like all of Orgy if you send them like 25 bucks <laughs> and some like Subway like, coupons Please, or something. can we come yeah. on the show? Yeah. Stitches is a good song. I don't care what anyone <laughs> says. Um, so uh, at the the show and it, the, the train wreck, train wreck documentary didn't really clarify this i'm wondering if the hbo documentary did but it was rumored that there was going to be a secret final act after red hot chili peppers but i don't know if that was just like a crowd rumor or what but after the chili peppers got done playing the crowd got pissed off and then the the concert played footage of Jimi hendrix on a screen you know playing yeah. the national anthem um did was there any clarification on on the other end of that no, um, I didn't see anything. That's a no. good point because I remember. I think both the documentary documentaries brought that up, but I don't think they ever said who it was supposed to be. It, it was like rumored that it was going to be like uh, Guns and Roses reuniting, and um, I, I can't remember who else. But I think it was just like a rumor that started in the crowd. It seemed like it was a uh, potentially a um, a concert goer started mm-hmm. thing, and then it just like hit a crescendo. It was yeah, exactly. And so yes. everyone got it in their heads that like, oh, there's going to be another another mm-hmm. act in there. And it's it, it wasn't. It was never planned. And then uh, people just really lost their minds. Plus, they've been treated like shit, absolute shit the entire time. They ran out of water. Uh, people didn't have enough money to pay for food. There was covered no way covered in poo. People are just like <laughs> dirty. It was just hot. Everyone was just like red hot chili peppers were playing. We're not- <laughs> they gave it all away now. And uh, yeah, it was just like it hit a crescendo. So seeing some of the the footage toward the end of the the documentary where it's just like walking through a war zone and you see those trailers like getting lit on fire. They explode here and there. And the one explodes like right in front of the camera. It was it was insane to see. I forgot like how much carnage there was. And then you think there was like Woodstock PTSD. Oh, I'm sure there has to be, especially for some of the like like, sexual assault people. For yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Like somebody yeah. hears the firework and they're like, oh, it's not. Yeah, yeah, could be. Could be, you know, that's it's their nom. The opening to Nookie. Yeah, that's what, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's their nom. Yeah. I got red yeah. hot chili peppers on my six. <laughs> <laughs> All I can hear is the names of states. <laughs> um, the, yeah, it says on this like lineup order for Woodstock 99 that I've been going off this whole show. It says, yeah, at the end, after I got Chili Peppers, TBA, Jimi Hendrix, TBA. So don't think that happened. Yeah, I know, uh, yeah, exactly. Prince, the Prince was on one that, that was rumored. He, oh, they, yeah, Prince. Yeah. Yeah. Prince would have been sick. One, I've been on a Prince kick recently, honestly. Prince is great. But him just up there ripping that fucking guitar for like two yeah. hours, that would have oh, yeah. fixed all the problems. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, absolutely. I love how big so, of a dick Prince was. <laughs> you ever see him in interviews like he's such an asshole he just he seems like he, with it. he was yeah, like entry. out of it like he didn't understand yeah. like he only understood his reality you know yeah like he seemed yeah. so like well he was a junkie sorts. for like decades yeah, i don't like, think so he was a musician i don't think they can do that oh yeah no. <laughs> i don't think he knew like he didn't pick up on the jokes a lot of times like he because mm-hmm. he famously is the one that weird al he wouldn't let weird al do any of his songs um oh really yeah, it was Prince. Prince was like the one who was like, "Fuck you." <laughs> told him he's not gonna. Again, re- yeah. remember when there was beef between Coolio and Weird Al Yankovic? That was weird. Oh, that was a good time. 
<laughs> I miss those times. Wholesome. I always like when those... your street cred when the yeah. weird <laughs> comes for it. <laughs> I know this was something boozy and I bonded over years ago, and that's actually how we found out about Tom McDonald was like uh love rap feuds. I love rap yeah. feuds. Yeah. Um they're huge so fan funny. of that. And there's nothing better than two rappers that you hate going after oh, each yeah. other because it's like whoever wins or whoever wins we lose basically yeah um, it's anyway, like yeah. watching two people do like yo mama jokes and you can just <laughs> enjoy it freely because you have no vested <laughs> yeah. interest in either do of them you remember that tv mm-hmm. show it was on mtv okay, it was yet that yo, yo mama with the Wilbur, Wilbur <laughs> yeah hosted that by was... fucking fez <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't believe this is your show, show. your mama yeah, I remember that. I was like, God damn it. This happened to this brown guy. All right, I guess we'll let this one go. Um, and then like the uh, the press conference on Monday morning after all of this shit went down. And that's where one of the, the organizers said it was just a few bad apples. But there's photographic proof that exists of vast numbers of people looting and rioting and all of this shit. So they really like trying to spin their own narrative. But all of the uh, news footage clips they played afterward was just like, Oh no! This was a fucking disaster. Just full stop. And then seeing the 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 night before uh, Sunday night when the MTV people are getting out of there, like, yeah, hey, we gotta fucking go. And then them being like rushed onto a a bus and then hauled out of there. That was that was crazy. It's yeah, wild that this whole thing finger, happened. One finger on Serena Alchel's head. I will. Oh my god! Lose it. You <laughs> <laughs> take Kurt Loader. <laughs> no one cares. So, so do you guys think? Um, do you guys think if they had had adequate, um, like, like free water or like you know dollar bottled water, or whatever, um, uh, proper uh, sanitation, uh, you, you know, like, uh, I think it would not been overflowing porta potties. Um, no matter and it what, it hadn't have been like a uh, hundred degrees out, um, and it had been like you know not on an air force base, like basically all the things that you right, know, right. If it was a, think a that, best case scenario for it. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you think that any the, there wouldn't have been anything, right? I mean, like that's kind of the I think the 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 uh, the, the the key to all this is like mm-hmm. you want to blame Limp Biscuit, but it's like if you kept Limp Biscuit on the bill, but you removed all the other factors. Yeah, I don't think there would have been. I mean, of course, anytime you have three hundred thousand people together, there's going to be shit that happens um but i don't think there would have been like it wouldn't have exploded into riots i mean do you guys agree with that probably yeah you look at how many mega festivals have gone on Mm -hmm. you know before or after exactly you know that that don't have that kind of infamy i think that this one probably would have went off as like hey look at here's an example of what a good woodstock is and look at all these monumental performance you know what i mean like it Either way, I think it would have made so many of these artists, you know, and just in terms of like being able to put on a if you can put on a performance at that level, then Mm. you haven't made, you know, so I think that Mm. that's kind of what it would have had in terms of having any sort of fame instead of kind of being more infamous. Yeah, Yeah. like if if Woodstock 99 would have like been what it was purported to be supposed to. Yeah, we'd all be talking about Buck Cherry today, you know, (laughs) but here we are looking at a screen of just only buck cherry <laughs> google images and it's all do you guys do you still have your butt cherries <laughs> no no okay <laughs> good 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 um no but i i think there's no i think no matter what bad shit would have happened because bad shit happens at every one of these festivals right but it wouldn't have been to this level like there's just no way yeah. right 
You mix yeah, in I mean, some water and some security. It's amazing what those two things can do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've I've heard artists say before that uh, here in the states, maybe it's like this in Canada as well. You'll have to let me know. But they they think it's weird because whenever we have like touring packages or festivals, it's usually like a hard rock festival or a hip hop festival or whatever. Mm -hmm. Whereas over in Europe, they're like, let's just get a bunch of like really good artists and put them together. So you've got like fucking Foo Fighters playing with Beyonce, playing with Run the Jewels, playing with, you know, Dolly Parton, all of these like big name acts that are out there. Like see that show. I think it was like Mm -hmm. a Reading Festival, like uh five six years ago something like that but they had a mixture of artists and their fans were there but it wasn't like the like the the pit for uh you know slipknot was leaking into the dolly pardon crowd Mm -hmm. it's just like people there to listen to music you know and also you don't fuck with dolly pardon fans they will they'll destroy you they will absolutely destroy your shit yeah, and I can part of it. I can just say from experience from my time being at that festival, like Pemberton, um, like the worst thing I saw, like it was obviously that fight. That was the only fight I saw that whole weekend. But for mm-hmm. the most part, and you tried to start these... a lot of them. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. as hard um, as he tried. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get it. it was that Diane word that really got me fucking fired up. <laughs> like I fucking hate Diane word. And they played <laughs> that show. And then the, honestly, it did make me respect them a little bit more seeing their live show. Um, cause like, it's just not my thing, but I understand mm-hmm. the yeah. appeal for people, especially when you're there and you're watching, like hearing that guy be like, look at me, I'm daddy. I'm your daddy. Yeah. <laughs> he was doing did, the whole show. Did they have but, Chappie with them? No, th- <laughs> this was right around Chappie though. Of course. Um, but yeah, they you, you hold the Guinness record for the, uh, most people called the R word at a, at a festival, right? <laughs> That's me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I thought so. <laughs> that is me. Um, <laughs> No, but that's it's like your, that's your opening line for starting yeah. fights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, but no, when uh, I was like, everyone's just on drugs at those things. So it's they're hurting themselves, not other people. Yeah. Like you just watch people fucking pass out because they took too much Molly or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and like that, that's the worst that happens. But like, yeah, I remember I was watching Snoop Dogg at that show and I was, I don't know what I was more perplexed by. I thought someone was just sleeping in front of me, but it turned out they overdosed. Um, oh. And luckily someone came in and they were, the EMTs were there really quick. They took care of the person. I was on mushrooms, so I was freaking out. Um, <laughs> but the but the worst part about it was <laughs> Snoop Dogg was playing that Katy Perry song where he's just a feature California in it. Girls. <laughs> just, I can't tell you many sadder things than watching old ass Snoop Dogg dance across the stage for three <laughs> minutes during Katy Perry and then his one part comes up. Dude, was he, he just like hitting a blunt the whole time? Oh like, yeah. And then right like after it, Flynn. Right it after played her was, verses? Are you saying it played her verses? It played like he played this. No, it Dude, played the song. Did it do the whole song? It did the whole song and he no. just Holy danced. shit. He you think he would just do on. the choruses no, yeah. and then like he his part. Up, he'd just be like Pemberton. And like get people fired up and like smoke weed. <laughs> like, yeah. That's and that's then right weird. right after that was who who's the fucker who's the guy who does black and yellow and the the festival uh, Wiz Khalifa Wiz Khalifa it was Wiz Khalifa like yeah. that was fucking hilarious because yeah it was just like a, a a sea of people who are just stoned or like on hallucinogenics <laughs> way that's, way um... more of a chill environment than everyone sexually assaulting I'm sure that happened too but I didn't see any of it. Did you ever uh, hear that Wiz Khalifa choice. Ninja Turtles song? Yeah, oh my god. Shell shocked or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh Terrible. god. 
One of the yeah. wildest things I've ever seen. I, I used to work at a, uh, at a, a, a venue, big, big arena venue. Uh, and uh, it was Wiz Khalifa Chuck e. played. Yeah. <laughs> Wiz Khalifa was playing. Um, this is back before Oklahoma had legalized uh, weed. Um, and I was walking down the, the in the backstage area. And because I, I work there, you're not supposed to technically be back there, but. Uh, anyway, I, was, I was walking back there and I see Wiz Khalifa come out of his dressing room with a fucking giant fat ass joint surrounded by like four police officers that were like escorting him. And he's yes. walking just down the hallway, smoking a joint with four police officers, like <laughs> protecting yeah. him. I'm like, God damn, that is weird. <laughs> That's what fame gets you, man. Yeah. yeah. Do whatever. Do whatever you want. Yeah. It must be nice. The dream. People smoke <laughs> weed everywhere. The police officers surrounding you. Yeah. But you can do that in Oklahoma now. Yeah. You can do that literally too, smoke yeah. it walking down the street. Right. They can't do anything to you. It's yeah. great. Uh All but right. it's not like fully legalized, right? Well, you have to if you have a medical license and you you if you have a medical license, you can smoke weed anywhere you can smoke cigarettes. If you have a medical oh. license, like you yeah. have to become an obstetrician and then yes. you can Okay, cool. You have to go in and tell them you're depressed, and they'll just give yeah. it to you. you have okay. To like, I can literally just walk down the street and go buy Yeah, weed. you can buy in vending machines. and buy I don't have to That's justify insane. my That's existence nice. to it. Can you smoke <laughs> it in public, though? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I oh, think okay. you're technically oh. not supposed to. Like, there's still designated areas. It's like wherever you can smoke cigarettes, you can smoke pot. Okay. Oh, so, I see. Okay, same thing. Yeah, but they're not cool. like nobody's really going to fuck with you. Like, you know what I mean? If you're just right. saying they're smoking a joint, unless you're like, kicking a homeless person at the same time yeah which you will never do you. when you're stoned yeah. that's yeah. why it's like we just now live in a world where people are seeing oh yeah the but, worst thing that happens when someone's high is they order too much pizza <laughs> <laughs> if, you're, if you're kicking a homeless person you're already a cop so it's like yeah <laughs> you're already there yeah <laughs> holy Fuck shit 12. all right so any other uh thoughts on train wreck or uh the hbo documentary or Woodstock 99 in general, fellas? Seemed like um, a chill time. <laughs> <laughs> I I really wish I would have looked up what Korn's set list for this was I got it. because issues came out in 99. So, you know, because they were playing a lot of stuff from self-titled, but shit, they had Bro, played some new shit they, from... They only played, they played Falling Away from Me, but it had different lyrics at the time. Like it was that what? early. Oh, oh so that, that's okay. Fucking, I gotta go watch the video of that now. That's fucking yeah. wild. It's a anyway, it's, that's, it's that's a all killer I had show. And beg for me, early version with different lyrics. Um, Interesting. Shoots and yeah, so they did blind twist. Chi got the life. Good God, Adidas, porno creep, shoots and ladders with Justin Snippet at the end. Uh, beg for me, early version with different lyrics. Freak, freak on a leash, falling away from me. Uh, the F word. And then encore. What was it? My, stop, my gift. My gift to you, uh, which was a cover. Banger, banger Is set it? list. Yeah, yeah. Like front Lim to back. That's yeah. That's, that's a good Limp biscuit was just like this. Show me what you got. Counterfeit. Nineteen ninety nine. Thieves. Uh, which was a ministry oh, cover. God, Love it. Such a great cover. That, I hear that song regularly. Yeah, and mm -hmm. stuck rearranged. Break stuff. Nookie. And then faith. Oh wow, man. I would have had so great much set, fun too. with Faith. Killer set. Yeah. No, it's like a Buck Cherry set. <laughs> <laughs> crazy, crazy bitch 10 times. My same friend who was uh my friend who was gonna get that Godsmack tramp stamp, his band, they're called perverts. 
um they just played <laughs> but before every single song for an entire set they played the opening of crazy bitch <laughs> and every every song would transition transition into one of their songs That's oh, yeah. every single time done it done it <laughs> damn that's a flex right there holy shit incredible i love it all right guys well I think uh, we what about it. you guys what yeah. what about you guys like uh overall thoughts on this like you have any closing i guess that's your job this time. do whatever the fuck you want <laughs> ross I you think, start what do you think i think that um i think that you know, going going back and watching like uh, the sets, like there's obviously like uh, like a crazy energy going on with just about anybody that you watch. Like yeah. even Kid Rock, um, like puts on a pretty pretty intense good show. Um, but I think Corn just absolutely killed it. Like mm-hmm. anybody that's listening to this, if you haven't seen it yet, go fucking watch that whole thing. It's incredible. Um, but you know, I think you know it's 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 just weird. It's this weird little, little, uh, little, like, uh, uh, what would you call it? Uh, sort of a Rubicon. Like, like it, it's, it's a, there's, there's pre, uh, Woodstock 99 and post Woodstock 99. Yeah. I feel like Woodstock 99, so many things got put on Limp Biscuit specifically for whatever weird reason. And I think that really, like, uh, kind of hurt New Metal's image going forward because so many people then really, started associating it with like like uh bro violent uh mm-hmm. you know kind of fight you know the, the, those those kind of assholes like jock assholes um uh, people started associating especially within like the music world started associating uh new metal with that super aggro you know dumb jock mm-hmm. kind of thing uh, which i think reason. really hurt them <laughs> well, yeah I mean, yeah, unfortunately, that's, all... that's kind of how it was presented to everybody. So that's, yeah. you know, people that didn't go, that's what they saw. Yeah. Um, and that's what the narrative kind of was built around it. And I think that really, uh, I think that started hurting new metal going forward. It, it, it got labeled with this thing. If it hadn't already been before, it was certainly after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it's, you know, super detrimental to the to the genre, but the same time um like i said going back and watching those sets like man there was some energy that day that like i think everybody just was putting out there and it was everybody was on their fucking game and it was mm-hmm. just incredible mm-hmm. um, yeah. especially buck cherry um of course <laughs> chills, chills. Thing, honestly uh, well, that's, sorry, that's, that's cocaine sorry um i am my cocaine my cocaine cocaine <laughs> uh, but uh you know i think uh yeah i think i think history now especially with those two documentaries i feel like um it's actually weirdly kind of helped limp biscuit like kind of uh rehabilitated their image like because i hear a lot of people talk about limp biscuit now like in, in much better terms than they have for the past 20 years um yeah and uh, I think they kind of got redeemed by those documentaries, thankfully, even though those two fucking promoters, uh, I think everybody pretty much for the most part came away from those documentaries thinking that like the bad guys were the promoters. Yeah. And Limp Bizkit was yeah. innocent. So uh, yeah. kind of a nice little redemption thing for them. And then they had Still Sucks come out uh, like right around when these documentaries came out. So I feel like there was like mm-hmm. kind of a, a biscuit renaissance that, that kind of happened. Yeah. Uh, and last Fred's, year. he's just shutting up more in general like you just you don't hear him saying dumb shit as much anymore right. and he's on yeah. his dad vibe shit 
It's like yeah. my my roommate with the Slipknot tattoo, who he was like, he posted on his Instagram. He's like, after he watched Woodstock when it first came out, he's like, the yeah, the main thing I learned is that Limp Biscuit has always been fucking sick, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heard a lot of people saying that after those documentaries, and it it, it brings joy to my heart because I finally feel yeah. uh, like vindicated after all these years of defending Limp Biscuit and people shitting yeah. on it, and like yeah. people are finally now. I'm like, see, fucking told you, yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I think uh, I think it's a uh, really fascinating. I think both documentaries are like super fascinating. Really weird time in America's history because uh, it was like you know a lot of prosperity. You would think that a concert like that would have been just like uh, a lot of fun and you know, uh, but you know because there wasn't a lot of political strife going on at the time. There wasn't. It was just anti-gun know, economic strife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there was like, like Columbine happened just before. I yeah. think, right. And that's what I was meaning earlier. I don't know if I fully fleshed out that point, but like everyone was acting like the world's going to end. So like that also yeah. uh, like right. makes some of the behavior make a bit more sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, it was like, they just come off Godzilla 98. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Roland Emmerich was ruling the world. Really. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I, I think, uh, I think they're great documentaries. And if you haven't watched them, uh, I would probably recommend the HBO one over the 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 Netflix one just because it mm-hmm. basically covers everything. It's just a little yeah. bit shorter, mm-hmm. but uh, it's I also on YouTube. Okay. Watch. Yeah. It's on it's YouTube. On there YouTube. you go. There you go. But, Even uh, better. What what about uh, Brent? What about you? Uh, yeah, like I I'm just happy that I went through all my notes. Uh, I really uh, studied hard for it, and <laughs> I said all the words I wanted to say. Uh, I will say rates. that um, new metal gets a bad rap because of this, but that didn't really stop it because we still have a lot of new metal bands that uh, come after this, like your Slipknots, your Papa's Roach, your Disturbs, uh, Mudvayne, uh, yeah, you know Heart some other ones. Down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's like there's. Uh, it's it's a market against new metal, but also it's like there's no such thing as bad press in a way, you know. Uh, Limp Biscuits uh, rearranged music video has footage of the Woodstock performance in it, right? right? So it's kind of reflecting back on itself and like, oh, we're we're kind of the scapegoats for this whole thing, and that's kind of what I learned. Like I was. I, w- I went into the documentary l- with a little bit of trepidation. Like, I don't want anyone to talk shit about my guys, you know, but right. if that's the case, you know, we all have to live with our, our with the truth. Uh, and it turns out the truth is just like, these guys were not ready to put on this big of a concert and they were just wildly irresponsible with uh, putting everything together. So it's, uh, it's, it's, not it's, their it's not our fault. It's not their fault that they wrote a fucking banger of an album. And we're yeah. asked to perform it in front of the like thousands of people, yeah. hundreds of thousands of people, and did yeah. a great job doing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'll say I really enjoyed watching. This is my second time viewing this documentary, and it was great. I think every time I view it, I get a little more uh, coherence in terms of where the world was and where musicians were. Like, yeah, even now, like being like, oh, this is where so and so was at in their catalog. It's very interesting to see, and like even looking at the lineup and talking to you guys about it, I feel like I get more insight, you know, every, every single time I, I venture into this. So mm-hmm. it's cool. Hell yeah. Well, thank you guys for both coming on and uh, talking to us late in the night uh, here in the States anyway, uh, but taking the us. time uh, and, uh, and, and talking to us. Uh, do you guys want to uh, plug anything, your podcast or anything else, social media? What have you got? Uh, go check out the terror table. We're on, all the social medias that's yeah 
yeah no, check check out the terror table we got we put out some fun episodes recently and uh we got more planned coming up i uh, even said it on the latest ltas episode that uh we're going to be doing a little bit of a revenge horror series where we're going to talk about the crow uh that'll be one of the movies like that's my pick i still don't know what yours is yet boozy i don't, I don't think we've settled on one uh but the crow falls right in line with uh some new metal st- stuff as well mm-hmm. like it's just around that mm-hmm. same era the soundtrack uh, so, right yeah it's a great mm-hmm. soundtrack with nine inch and, nails and, and city I'm not even... of angels too city of angels yep. soundtrack's really good yeah, yeah. it's like okay. the only good thing about the movie <laughs> yeah well, <laughs> uh, i gotta well, see who, who was the girl that, who angels. was the girl that was in that um not me i can't remember Rue uh, McClanahan. Rue McClanahan. Yeah. Did you Rue say Larry David? Hot. Yeah. Is. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Mia. Is it not it Mia Goth. Move on. Uh, Mia Farrow by Attila. Is it Mia Farrow? <laughs> no, not Mia Farrow. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but the others that. Um, yeah, and ch- yeah. check out if you obviously if everyone's listening to this, you've listened to the the significant other episode. But like I said, that was a lot of fun. One of my favorite podcasts I've listened to this year. Um, oh, thanks. So yeah, oh we appreciate thank, it yeah thanks for having us on like this is always a blast with you guys so thanks much for and, coming and, on oh oh check out drew's yes. hand on youtube check it out hell yeah yes yes absolutely but yeah. uh that that uh the creature in that the, I, mitch i don't know if you're aware of this or not but uh rose looking pretty good this, you know Brent, brent's really horny for like not gabe but the creature rose oh yeah you know what there that's a that's a good you know everyone's don't yuck on his yum i guess um <laughs> i i really love that that mitch has been gearing up to just vigorously jerk off as soon as this ends <laughs> oh my god I was, you got okay yeah you guys are seeing me no what happened was, i was wondering I, what was going on there. I, i'm sorry like all of us were i could watch all of our eyes like you can tell where mitch is on the screen because even when brett was talking he was like looking to the right i was so just so, like we're all figuring it out i gotta yeah. clarify this i was scratching my leg and I, <gasps> I like made myself bleed, so now I'm bleeding profusely. Oh shit! And I'm wiping it up with fucking toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. God damn. But from like where we're but sitting, I always keep it's just him unrolling the big rolls and then leaving yeah. them somewhere, like he's getting set up. <laughs> so I, I got the, the Scott station Step going. Fight video pulled up. Yeah. I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna follow it up with the uh, the Kid Rock porn. <laughs> Kid Rock Scott Staff, give your boys some credit. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Also, uh, a quick shout out to Vern Troyer for introducing Limp Biscuit at Woodstock '99, Rusty Power yes. King. You know, yeah. I, I like Absolutely. that uh, Vern Troyer was was there, and I have to assume Joe C from Kid Rock's band was there as well. So two two Is little people yet? there still. Uh, no, no, I think he passed away. Dead. Think years, both years later, away, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah No, but like, life. but Joe uh, Josie, he died like early. Like, uh, yeah, but I think it was like in like, uh, later on, right? I thought it was like right after. I'm pretty sure it was mid 2000s because The Simpsons did an episode with him, and that one was like right in the mid to the mid aughts. Yeah, you don't think they just like set on the audio sweater? You don't remember this? They stretched out Joe C's sweater. I stopped watching Simpsons, (laughs) and and then it was like, Joe C, what would your mother think of this? There was a whole bit about it. (laughs) Yeah, it was a. November 16, 2000 is when he died. So he yeah, would have been alive for Woodstock. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, 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 I know. I, I Wait, Joe C for... died in 2000? Yes. I oh, thought wow. it was later than that. Shit. Huh. I know I can speak for everyone in saying fuck Kid Rock because uh, Kid Rock's a dink. But uh, yeah. shout out to all the times. I'm sure all of us have double bounced someone on a trampoline to Bawa to Bawa. 
Yes. <laughs> that was a big part of my job. Definitely childhood. bullied somebody to that song. <laughs> Double without a cause is got bangers on it. I'll just say that. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the it's one the with one middle truth. finger on the front or two middle finger? Do you remember the the CDs had the fingers on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you that was the first one. Ass. That was just yeah. one finger for that one. Yeah. Hey, liberals, fuck yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, cracks about uh, light. <laughs> I, I, a while back when we were we were we were covering the uh, Double Without a Cause album, I had Googled Kid Rock, and you know how it'll um it'll like do an autofill for like the most frequently yeah. like searched phrases or whatever. Um, I put Kid Rock, and then it autofilled with well, like one of the first ones was "Who is Kid Rock's little friend." <laughs> <laughs> like, shit. like his mother is asking <laughs> <laughs> who's your who's little, little friend, friend? <laughs> hell yeah well again All thank right. you uh mitch thank you boozy for coming on and uh, talking to us at length for this this video or this video this uh podcast episode and uh definitely check out the terror table podcast and the druid's head uh, short film. Uh, we'll have links to uh, the all of that stuff in the notes for this episode. So, listener, go check that out. And uh, Ross, why don't you take us on home from this long winding road uh, that ended also in a fiery disaster, much like Woodstock '99? Yes, of course. Um... Get fucked. Get fucked. Get fucked. <laughs> that was it. okay. All right. That's cool. It. All right. It's, it's, All right. It's what if by Creed? Um, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, we'll stop this now. Right. <laughs> Nothing bye, with everybody. crazy bitch. All right. Bye. <laughs> crazy. Ah, oh, shit. Say what? Recording in progress. It is not recording. All I'm right. So Ross. glad I'm not the only one who does that. N D C. Fantastic. Uh, bye.